listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Envisioning the hereafter, listening to Steve Wonder on a quest for love like the proceed drummer. I strike like lightning and don't need thunder. Inhale imagination and breathe wonder. That's your lady. I used to run up in her and G weed from her. It's a cold world where niggas need summer at times. My going forward seems like retreat as I rewrite rhyme after rhyme and throw away beats. Growing into my britches out, growing the streets. There's a thin line between war and peace, whores and jeeps, ignoring MCs like beeps, scribbling freedom on pages. My third eye's like pink eye, semen contagious, redeeming the ancients with ageless rhyme jargon. I feel Mexican. Hip hop is my garden. Don't give a fuck where you charge in certain shit I can't honor. It's ain't, it ain't that you selling, it's your karma. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast, your host Rod and Karen. We're in the house on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. which means that it's time for wine and white folks you know it's time to get a little bit um a little bit faded uh to what's going on with white people's news okay guys nothing wrong with that we all need to relax we all need a little time for ourselves okay you see white folks are just surviving this shit just fine they ain't getting stressed out they just out here prospering so let's see what they up to okay let's get take some of the pressure off all this black news okay i mean we still gonna talk about black news we still gonna talk about some things i mean you know we're gonna we're not gonna shirk our social responsibility to our audience we're gonna definitely still engage in you know the 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 going zones of the day but you know we also gonna take a long extended relaxing perusal through whiteness okay guys all right we all look forward to this and this uh show is brought to you by Triangle Wine Co. Mm-hmm. Triangle Wine Company has a huge selection of fine wine and craft beer from all over the world for every budget. From well-known brands to rare finds from small producers, you can shop online and have your order shipped to your home or workplace. And if you live in the Raleigh-Durham area of North Carolina, stop on by their stores for their weekly free wine tasting and beer events. Visit TriangleWineCo.com to compare their competitive prices and save 10% on your order with offer code tvgwt through they extended it guys they extended the offer save 10 percent through tbgwt day so that's 9 to 17 guys that's saturday saturday will be uh the second annual tbgwt day and we will have a big announcement on that day too so you know get your out wine so that you can celebrate with us this is what i'm trying to say <laughs> come on alcoholics um but yeah tbgwt day is coming up and yeah we got we got a big uh big announcement like something nice for the audience out there and uh hopefully we want everybody to be part of it so that'll be a feedback show day as well and after tbgwt day i might take a week off i'm tired y'all i'm tired i've been working hard uh just a lot yeah, of y'all and y'all know <laughs> roger's so tired when i get home he's normally up like the past two days he's been asleep i was like oh this <laughs> tired yeah i'm tired man so uh i need to recharge my batteries and uh take a little bit of time off for me uh but uh me time a little me time you know if that's if that's okay with everyone still pretty uh plenty of uh premium offerings for people to go out and get man we mm-hmm. you know that's part of the reason i am tired because you know the premium stuff doesn't ever stop but mm-hmm. 
yeah so saturday make sure you're there and make sure you guys also go to trianglewineco.com and use code tbgwt now let's get into some news because all kinds of of news that uh is still out there to uh to discuss guys uh let's see where should we start uh you know what it's been a second writer was told that he can't adopt cats because he's gay are you gonna make the cats gay uh what happened to the stereotype that a man with a cat is gay and all that stuff so is that is that stereotype our cat the cat big cat i don't know cat.org what is the fucking organs are they against the stereotype now what's going on uh, a writer on the way to pick up two cats that he had adopted was turned away when he told the owner he was gay alex andrew told the twit took the twitter to reveal his shock at being turned down after attending to adopt two cats that desperately need reunion. uh according to the screenshots uh of text messages between andrew and the cat owner the writer was uh or oh, it might be andrew anyway uh how come you're single are you gay what the fuck they got doing anything it's a lot of single men out there and single men that own cats as straight as an arrow what are we talking about here andro responded uh saying he was and asked if that was an issue to which he was told i am religious so i strongly disagree with the lifestyle what the fuck did i do with cats i'm sorry if i hurt your feelings the writer replied darling i've been beaten and called a faggot since i was eight my feelings are quite robust and yes sorry is what precisely what you are come on uh pet owner the pet owner then wanted to know are you not afraid of going to hell when you die this is a lot of interaction for a cat transaction is all i'm saying guys i it's just an animal give me the animal and you take so obviously they don't want no money right you know like you on my instagram going through all my business i mean what's going on you know like hey guys uh i noticed that in your instagram picture y'all together but i don't see no ring are y'all fornicating because i can't 
be giving my cat to y'all two people that's fornicating out here okay save it for the lord you're not scared you're going to hell um he wrote so the rest of the conversation is not shared but andre later tweeted his shock on twitter he wrote so now i'm on the bus i'm sobbing and people are staring at me because the truth is it hurts as much as when i was an eight-year-old to make it worse andrew decided to get his friend lisa to go and pick up two cats from the woman but she was told that the woman felt uncomfortable rehorning them without seeing their new home so had cho- she had chosen another family i know it's not the point i happily pick up the cat for you it if it make you feel any better she said work out uh work out a way to get her back as well um I'm sorry, yeah. who gives a fuck you're selling cats i'm not trying to be funny and if somebody's coming and getting a cat, odds are they want to put the cat in a good home. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I do understand that people do abuse animals, but if I'm going out of my way and paying money and all that shit, odds are I'm not doing this to abuse an animal. Right. I don't understand. Uh, fortunately, Twitter users far and wide responded in solidarity. Some offered to pick up cats in their area that needed to be rehorned. Uh, and what do you mean by rehorned? Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about cats. I didn't know they had horns. Me either. Alright, let me look up the Googles on this one. I thought it meant a new home. That's what I'm assuming, but I'm not sure. I don't know. It says rehorn CDs, vinyls, and discogs. What's that? (laughs) Rehorning cats. Maybe I have to look up that. Rehorn animals? I don't know. I'm not sure. This shit don't even have a definition what the fuck is rehorning i have no idea they're using the word somebody, somebody says rehomed r-e-h-o-m-e-d rehomed oh so this is just bad spelling they every oh nigga that's on me i it look like an r and an n it's an m it's just the font they use for this article my bad okay, shout I... out to the metro uk and they strange ass font that's what i was looking like what the hell does that mean so i guess rehome to just get the home hat cast a new home right ah okay all right anyway uh update story that's hilarious uh update i was sitting here like is a cats don't have horns is they teeth is it they claws like what the fuck i mean a pets, new word. Pet, i mean it's spay neutered and rehomed i don't right. know pet pets are pets are weird pet people that own pets are they do a lot they love their animals i don't mm, know what that means i don't know the rules of regulation when it comes to animals uh, is that what we call when you spay a cat because it's no longer horny so it'll be rehorned <laughs> right. i don't know i, I don't, don't know. know updating the story a few hours later andrew revealed that a reverse image search had found the so-called pet owner had been using a stock photo and had been advertising for months oh so this wasn't even the animals that that you had out there for people to come get somebody apparently was probably drawing people in to have these weird conversations and shit mm-hmm. and didn't plan on giving them the animals anyway they probably kept the animals because it sounded like they didn't get animals to nobody he says he subsequently reported the ad got to take an alert the police had told the woman to get a fucking life since then he's managed to adopt two cats he named them george Mialco and ah! uh george miyako andro and freddie persery person <laughs> freddie persery like that's it. so good yeah. freddie persery andro thanks to the volunteers at lily's legacy getting in touch with him updating his fans he wrote i cannot seriously cannot express enough gratitude to amanda and at lily's legacy whose reaction to my story was like the warmest hug i will now go buy all the cat things ever to plot again about organizing an event and an at gofundme campaign to raise money for at lily's legacy oh so you know what that ended good that's uh 
like if i was doing fucking with gay people that would be like a 50 because of the the, you know obviously the horrible part started but Mm -hmm. appreciate people coming together in solidarity on the other end and also getting that person's ad off of their craigslist or whatever the fuck what what were they doing false advertisement anyway right uh a car hit demonstrators following a vigil in south st louis but right why is this in the lgbtq news because intersectionality is a motherfucker that's why uh st louis missouri there was trouble at a vigil for a transgender woman killed by police transgender woman of color killed by police um the driver of a car injured some marchers oh is this gonna have to play this article i think i'll just let it play if it's gonna play this article maybe i can put it on the uh on the old screen here give me a second might not show up right away mm-hmm. but if people don't know need to pay attention they are basically trying to make it illegal to protest and illegal to march that's why they were trying to lift these rules and say y'all motherfuckers go out there and run y'all cars over people and not fucking be accountable or responsible because we want to make it with people we Kevin good yeah we saw in north carolina we had a uh, law that you know they had on the books that was like you can go uh drive through a protest it's not illegal to drive through one as long as it's uh you know like oh you just need to get somewhere you don't mean to hurt anybody but how do we determine intention right so essentially we're there that 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 wink wink nudge nudge hey guys we know these motherfuckers are in the road so if you need to hit one that's cool all right here we go guys to both of you the protesters were here at manchester and sarah in the grove in connection with the St. Louis police killing of a transgender woman. Fortunately, nobody was seriously hurt in this. Three demonstrators refusing medical attention. Our post-dispatch partners have pictures of the incident. According to police, the group had blocked the intersection here when a black Mercedes pulled up. Police tell us the car stopped, honked its horn, then tried to drive around the demonstrators. Authorities say the protesters surrounded the car and began pounding on it with their hands, feet, and a flagpole. We're told some demonstrators even jumped on top of the car. That's when police say the driver proceeded to drive away and three of the protesters, two women and a man, fell off the car suffering minor injuries. The demonstrators had marched to Manchester and Sarah here from the Transgender Memorial Garden. That is where they were remembering Kenny Kiwi Herring at a vigil. Herring was a transgender woman who was shot and killed by St. Louis police on Tuesday morning on Ridge in North City. Officers responded to that scene after police say Herring stabbed a man there. When officers confronted Herring, authorities say Herring swung a knife at them, cutting one of the officers. That is when the officers shot and killed Herring. The neighbor and one of the officers were both taken to a hospital for treatment. Lisa, come back to you. Yeah, so Chris, back to the driver there for a second. What happened um, to that driver after the incident there? Nothing. Lisa, police say initially the driver refused to stop when they tried to pull him over after he took off from the area here. But then he did stop about a block down the road. He was taken into custody for felony fleeing. Pretty crazy scene here last night in the road for a time. That's what it sounds like. Fox News, Chris Renier, live this morning in South St. Earth. And there you guys go. Mm-hmm. He shot. They probably wouldn't have charged him with nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, that's, uh, you're having a vigil for a black trans woman um, who was murdered. And, 
yeah we're gonna just drive right through that you know probably not as many people at that march to drive through but it's a completely different issue um but yeah because yeah. if i see people marching i'm not rolling up on them right. i'm stopping either turning around or either i guess what i won't be going no i'll just turn the car off and just sit there right um <clears throat> mattis orders pentagon to allow transgender troops to continue serving pending a study a study um defense secretary jim mathis late tuesday announced that transgender troops will be allowed to continue serving in the military pending the results of a study by experts they announced following tweets in a uh in a and an order from president trump that indicate transgender service members uh no longer had place in the military effectively reversing an obama administration policy the order also affects the department of homeland security which houses the coast guard once the panel reports his recommendations and following my consul- consultation with the secretary of homeland security i will provide my advice to the president concerning implementation of his policy direction Mattis said in a statement in the interim current policy will respect with respect to currently serving members will remain in place to a certain extent it's like these guys because one trump is chaos like this isn't about the political leanings or not the military is very much about order and he's the complete fucking opposite of that and i know it got to drive a lot of them people crazy they're like we don't give a fuck if we agree with your policies or not you got to keep us organized and when you're not organized it causes chaos through the whole goddamn organization right i just well my thing is they're going to preserve order um so this isn't to pat them on the back as like what a great person mm-hmm. i don't know his political leanings i feel like i remember when um uh, they want to do don't ask don't tell there was resistance to that because military is all about chain of command history order da 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 you what you're gonna change the way we do things you know all every time they do something they struck down don't ask don't tell and obama's like you can serve openly in the military and be gay now oh well well, hold up before we implement this we're gonna need a year you know it's it's, everything needs time and trump is very much like i wrote a tweet make it happen you have a day you have a week it might be years before they implement that shit all across their boards yeah if they can to be honest that's right if they can you know but that i'm just saying this it goes against um everything the military is about it's not necessarily a moral stance that we know of unless he comes out and says something more about it correct um the move by is time for the pentagon to determine how and if it will allow transgender troops to continue to serve whether they will receive medical treatment or how they will be discharged as defense secretary mattis uh has emphasized that he has little tolerance for policies that detract from military readiness or the pentagon's effectiveness on the battlefield at the last moment in june he decided to delay the pentagon's plan invitation of plans to accept transgender troops his reasoning he demanded more study to determine the effect of recruiting new transgender troops on pentagon's ability to fight and win wars so once again this seems like an amoral stance to me a lot of people gonna pat him on the back he when they were going hey we want to get transgender troops in he was like hold up let's do a study now they're saying we want to kick him out hold up let's do a study sounds like this is kind of just his thing under the obama administration the pentagon rescinded a long-standing ban on transgender troops from serving isn't uh it also outlined how those troops could receive medical treatment including gender reassignment surgery if it was deemed medically necessary <clears throat> trump's surprise order by tweet 
on july 26 caught the pentagon by surprise the tweets also said there was no room in the ranks of transgender troops and that government would no longer pay for their medical treatment marine general joseph dunford the chairman of the joint chief of staff responded by saying the pentagon would not change his policy until it was notified officially by the white house that notification came on friday night it directs uh it directed mattis to study the issue and determine how to implement trump's direction it was a sale by advocates for transgender troops who called it discriminatory and the american civil liberties union has filed suit against it um let's see uh uh this is parents using their kids to be for their own fragility um my daughter came home crying afraid she turned into a boy parents anger after kindergartner teacher a t- kindergarten teacher uh has school students transgender uh reveal occur mid class um yeah parents are angry after a kindergartner uh kindergartner after a kindergarten lesson uh had a student's transgender reveal occur in a class the incident took place last year at the rock after a rockland academy gateway teacher gave the lesson on transgenderism okay is that a word i'm not sure hmm not 100 percent sure that they didn't just make up that term uh i don't know i have to look that up the- about to google that i mean it makes sense even though it might not be it does make sense that you know yeah exactly i'll just wonder if it's a real uh, it's the first time i come across because i can see somebody just saying that yeah um transgenderism yeah it's it's got dictionaries yeah all right cool all right um uh but yeah because a boy in the class is transitioning to a girl the hmm, that's interesting um i mean one i don't mind teaching kids about uh you know that there are transgender people out there in the world and you know people are trans uh transition and it could be young i think kids handle the shit much better than adults in the first place i would wonder how the parents of that child feel and how that child feels being kind of singled out if they're being you know what i mean it, it, it'd been different if the parents would have gave permission if that yeah. makes sense and behind it now ironically i doubt that uh i doubt that uh we'll see well yeah we'll see how the story goes but I have a feeling that those parents aren't the parents that's pissed off. The California charter school and parents are now battling over whether the lesson was appropriate or if the kindergartners were too young to understand. And there you have it. So the parents of all the other kids decided we're offended. How dare you teach our kid that there are other people in the world that yeah, kids could care less? They looking like, oh, when we gonna get back to playtime? All right, right. You 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 still we playing hopscotch? That's all right. they fucking care about. They're five. During the lesson on the second to last day before summer break, the teacher who was not named read two books, I'm Jazz and The Red Crayon. Both are meant to explain transgenderism to children between ages four and eight. However, on the transition ceremony, the teacher introduced a five-year-old student to the class as a boy. The student went into the bathroom and emerged dressed as a girl. The teacher then reintroduced her to the children and explained she is now has a girl she's now a girl with a girl's name and has to be called that from now on. Many parents said that they had no idea the lesson was coming and weren't notified. It occurred until a week later when a letter was sent out. Concerned parents went went to the Pacific Justice Institute and the California Family Council to represent them. These kids who had never struggled with gender identity before, all of a sudden scared that they could be turned into a boy. Greg Burt. Children don't think like that. Not at the known. Even if they did. even Literally, even if children did think like that. Like, then that's what a parent is for to be like listen this is what gender means that's your job this so is, many parents you know, they won't 
they want to do everything not they don't want to teach and then they don't want you to teach it's like well goddamn you do you just want a dumbass child don't you the teacher who read the books defended her action during the school board meeting on monday night i was so proud of my students it was never my intent to harm any students but to help them through a difficult situation she said i guess the question i have will the parents uh the transgender child with that's behind that's it. what i want to know and because uh, that will determine the reaction in my, my like my true reaction well here's the thing what i'm noticing is the straight the cisgender parents have already centered themselves and taken over the conversation even beyond their kids i feel like they're using their kids to be like i'm uncomfortable with this i just wanted you to let us know let us know why because i you want to take your kid out the class you want to be like well jesus don't believe in this like what did you want right, to do so you can protest ahead right. of time right my daughter came home crying and shaking so afraid she could turn to a boy i'm not even gonna, i'm not even gonna say what they the district says the books were age appropriate and fell within their literature selection policy unlike sex education the topics of gender identity don't require prior parental notice the school also argued that not reading the books would have put them at risk of discrimination and could expose them to potential lawsuit right um however the rockland county uh, academy conceded a policy change and said outside books would now be approved by the administration uh that opens up a whole another can of worms honest that's just another fight to have because i the now now the fight is let's get these books approved uh legislative manager at equality california joe michael who is a transgender male himself told fox 40 early education is key to helping children understand transgenderism most people who have a sense of their transgender identity at age three or four he said it's important to note that other students really do need to have the opportunity to engage and hear from the transgender student um yeah the only thing i would add is this article completely erases the transgender student uh their parents uh if this if the if this ceremony was like kind of talked about or if this kid was just used as like a teaching tool um and whatnot and also my personal opinion and i have no proof of this it's just my completely just how i feel my bet my bet is most of those kids were not coming home crying mm-hmm. talking about am I, I gonna turn into a boy and stuff no, and I, I think a lot of the parents are really just afraid and i think and i you know i say this i used to say like well learning about this isn't gonna turn you gay learning about this isn't gonna make you transgender i don't think it will here's the thing though i think people are afraid of kids learning what they already might be correct and so it's like if i keep my kid from learning that there is acceptance or a word for how they feel they won't behave that way quote unquote it's why people call being gay a lifestyle because they don't want to authenticate it by saying this is just how this person is i don't live the heterosexual lifestyle we don't call that a lifestyle so it's pejorative to call somebody else's uh gender or sexual orientation a lifestyle it's definitely an insult and it's meant to be insulting it's the nice way of saying it you know it's like i'm not gonna call you a nigger but i will point out that you're you know black but in in situations where it doesn't matter and you're like why does this person keep pointing out my blackness oh it's a very nice way of being racist they're not going to come out and call you a slur but they're going to you know they're they're, going to be uncomfortable with your blackness to a certain extent and always bring it up well that's kind of the thing with uh with this i feel like a lot of these parents are they're so scared that oh what if i'm raising the lgbtq kid and they learn that 
the things i've taught them that just go get a wife or a husband after you take care of not dating anybody until you're ready to get married and never have sex and then you just have it to make kids what if they learn that the my shit is bullshit so now those kids you know they go to school and you're like don't teach my kids any alternatives you know it's the abstinence only stuff schools want to teach abstinence only because they're so scared that the kid won't hear what they learned at home that they'll find there's another way in the world and they won't feel so bad about it and they won't feel so alone and they'll start to act on those things and i think that's what it means in a in a roundabout way when people say shit like my daughter thought she could be a boy what are you scared that your daughter might really be a boy is that what the big fear is is that like because what you're what you're saying is that that's impossible you know like you can't easily assuage like be like listen this is what gender is this is you know that you know this is how this boy feels and that's why that happened in your classroom okay cool you can't that's a small conversation i have with a child you know but instead you're gonna run to a parents meeting damn everybody in this meeting is white as fuck anyway you're gonna go to this parents meeting and drag this teacher as if the teacher is the problem because y'all are so scared of somebody getting some extra knowledge so they won't feel so alone in this world and and a lot and and this shit is actually really important because a lot of people end up killing themselves suicide rates and shit because they they feel alone feel ostracized they feel invalidated it's important for people straight people cisgender people uh heteronormative people it's important for us to be like yes we should teach children about this yes we should let people know that this is accepted yes we need to fight against shit like the transgender military ban yet like we it's important because we're fighting for people's lives whether we know it or not so even if you're just listening to this right now you just feel a little bit indifferent or you feel like they ain't got nothing to do with me then what would be the harm of being like yeah well we should be accepting you see what i'm saying so if if it doesn't make any difference to you like because people write us all the time i don't agree with everything you say y'all do this y'all say that and they never really kind of want to go into it because i know some of it is around the lgbtq stuff that we talk about here mm-hmm. um and they know we're very passionate about it and they don't want to get their ass cussed out and i understand i think you should continue that behavior but um the thing the thing about it is if you're truly neutral like you say you are if you truly just feel like i don't care this is a very small percentage of the population then how would it harm how would it be harmful to come out and be like yo let let these people do what they want and let's treat them with some respect let's teach our kids about it let's make it not a scary thing for people to engage in let's make it so people aren't ostracized from our society let's learn our pronouns let's learn uh you know uh let's learn our, our terms let's let's try not to misgender people let's like you know people are gonna make mistakes that's one thing but then to be willfully ignorant if not just downright belligerent we don't have to do that so why not try to be part of the solution rather than part of the problem hopefully people that listen to the show already kind of feel that way uh if if you're if you're on the fence come come on over to this side you know i, I i'm not trying to tell you what to what to think but i really do feel like it's imperative considering the the way life is stacked up against people i mean these are kids so let me ask you this how does the transgender kid feel after this they had to have an entire fucking ass meeting because you wanted to be like hey listen i am not i am not i know i look like a boy i am a girl so this is like i know this shit at four five years old it really takes no effort for for your classmates to be like okay 
it's not chad it's julie you're like boom it's like that it's over you know you do that a couple times in your mind bam you're like boom girl why would it be so hard you know what i'm saying to like why would there need to be a, a meeting why would there need to to be honest one I, I i pray for the day quote unquote pray that we can just be like um we don't even need to have a ceremony in the class you know what i mean like we don't have to have a moment of listen guys all right it's gonna be some changes around here like that would be dope if we could get to that point where it's just like we're beyond that but that's a long time coming so we got to start somewhere and i think you know hopefully some of these parents showed up to advocate and not just showed up to you know why i never my child came home and cut off his penis i didn't know what was happening like that's not what happened Come that's on. not what happened either all right i'm sorry i didn't i know you tried to cut you was trying to cut me off for something karen did you want to ask something Mm-mm. all right my bad sorry i got on the tangent oh you good uh all right is there anything possible positive nope and no nope oh. all right let's just move to other news all of this is depressing um and we need to have some other type of depression okay guys we need to get into some of this uh let me think do i even want to talk about this no i actually don't want to do fucking with black people either uh let's just move ah! <laughs> but you're talking about me i'm just saying i'm looking at these stories i like, tell you it'd be heavy on your heart man you'd be like i'm good today mm, mm. um you know what nah we're gonna do fucking with black people because i can make some of this funny and i'm about to ah, do it let's do it then all right <laughs> just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contest everybody all right let's see who is fucking with us today how about this guy a burlington man fills lawmakers inboxes with racist emails a burlington man has been directing a barrage of racist emails to members of vermont legislator of the vermont legislature uh in june christopher hayden was charged with disturbing the peace by electronic means with a hate crime enhancement at the Colin democratic chair party chairman faisal gill an agent of creeping sharia law who should get out of vermont or we will make you wish you did over the last month he sent at least eight ma- emails to members of the vermont house and senate some of which contain racist, anti-Semitic, and anti-Muslim sentiments. Matthew Romay, the chief of the Capitol Police Department, sent an email to the lawmakers Friday encouraging them not to respond to the writer directly. In an interview Monday, Romay said, Hayden has been a rather prolific writer over the summer and that his department is closely monitoring the exchanges. And where they cross the line from First Amendment freedoms into threat of violence and intimidation, either we have to take an action or another agency has followed up on. None of the mass emails obtained by VPR were sent by Hayden to lawmakers, including uh to include any specific threats of violence they do however include a number of racist and anti-islamic passages uh hayden was charged with disturbing the peace in june for allegedly online harassing uh a state representative from burlington 
really right now what we what we're waiting on is for the cases to work their way through the courts gill the nation's first ever muslim chairperson of the state political party uh received the three threatening emails from hayden within a seven-day period in may the party's montpelier uh, mark pillier um headquarters was on lockdown for a period of time after the threats were made the case involving gill isn't the first time hayden's been charged with a hate crime he also uh in december 2015 uh was arrested after pe- uh, people reported him making threats and using racial slurs towards people of color on church street uh romay email to lawmakers friday included guidance of blocking offensive email um so yeah zero to 100 karen to do a good hundred writing them people by the way that is the whitest of the whitest hate crimes like this motherfucker wake up every day and shoot an email to to somebody at one public office dear nigger ah! it's me again i am still upset that you want office dear nigger you remember me i'm gone nowhere <laughs> boy i have written here today coon i want you to know that you are always on my mind right just ridiculous man right um but yeah i give it a hundred karen yeah I told you okay my bad mm-hmm. my bad um busted oklahoma police chief outed as the owner of a racist website and white supremacist record label oh they got a record label in the crew i didn't know motherfucker was the police and putting out these 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 hot records <laughs> these hot bars these hot cheesy bars <laughs> a texas television station investigating white supremacists hate them never- bars were so good what well, what them bars them bars was fun do a texas television station happening here <laughs> the texas television station investigating white supremacists hate in their region was startled to discover a website linked to the newly appointed colbert is it Colbert or Colbert? Uh, Oklahoma police chief. Uh, it started with an all of the attention. Wait, it started with all of the attention the Southern, of the, uh, Southern Poverty Law Center's hate map received following the violence in Charlottesville. Reporter Rachel Knapp of KXII noticed a single hate group in the Texoma region that began investigating. The website isd records had filed paperwork in 2004 with the signature of bart Osbrook. a bart Osbrook was hired as colbert's interim uh police chief just uh just last week ashbrook uh is the third chief hired so far this year damn why they got so much turnover you talking about missouri right no nah, this is in uh what the fuck is this at oklahoma oklahoma colbert oh. o- oklahoma or colbert oklahoma i don't know how you pronounce it um we called Owlsbrook about the application last week. He denied he was Bart Owlsbrook behind isdrecords.com. Of course he did. ISD Records. What does that even stand for? <laughs> you know what I mean? ISD. <laughs> like, oh, I, now I need to know. Um, we searched for another Bart Owlsbrook and couldn't find another person with that name in the United States. Ha! I like that one. I sure discriminate. <laughs> right <laughs> i should discriminate that's good um osbrook's initial de- uh denial was suspect maybe that's what ah! maybe that's what isd stands for initial suspect denial uh <laughs> after the site was taken offline within hours of the reporter's questioning listen this how these motherfucking uh uh 
critter getter ass motherfuckers operate dog you shine a light on them they it's not me you're never proven nagger and then as soon as you say something oh i noticed that your your account got deleted what happened there because they never it's like they operate with this because you know what it is privilege is so blinding and good they honestly don't have a plan for when they get busted Mm -hmm. they never have a plan for being like like i can make an entire fucking catfish related type show of just me tracking down racist people and being like what's up with that shit you said and then being like it wasn't me you know like that's just what they do (laughs) i don't know what you're talking about i i I don't i'm I'm a police chief i don't have anything to do with racism anyway that site just just gets deleted in an hour coincidence um but yeah he's uh he goes on to say he's an international slavery detective (laughs) that's what that means (laughs) oh god records international slavery detective records (laughs) we come with them hot hits (laughs) hootie hoo Mm -hmm. Uh, i wonder what i wonder what his uh rap the leap people underneath the rap is it uh kkk light uh kkk flames mm. he got he got uh kkk rs1 yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah kkkk cross burning <laughs> oh man uh, uh, slavery 3000 <laughs> yes chat room <laughs> oh man oh man um uh so yeah he said it says um when we got back to to ask him about it um Alsbrook claimed a group of skinheads stole his wallet and began using his name after a fight at a heavy metal concert in the 1990s 1990s nigga you ain't reported it yet right you waited a long time to report uh you you a fucking police chief maybe that's what it stands for identity stolen Ah. i don't know what d is dummy identity stolen dummy records (laughs) we we stole his identity we made a bunch of records (laughs) racist stuff uh, they probably went back and uh because because you know uh, they're not creative at all so all that shit is shit just kind of taken from other you know from the black folks that they claim not to like right you know so i could see them doing like a remake of uh like uh pharrell's happy i bet you they was happy when trump was getting came, uh, came in office so i could hear them going you know because i'm happy mm-hmm. yeah do you know what they're happy that they bigoted friend got an office mm, i'm sure hey i get to walk around with my hood on my head because i'm i get to <laughs> hit people with my vehicle because i'm hey i can see them doing that now mm-hmm. shoot guns uh, niggas. <laughs> all right we called alsbrook about the application last week he denied he was while i was around isd records uh let's see oh wait all right so we called him back to ask him about it because it got taken down he claimed the group to stole his thing his identity kxii noted that alsbrook was once charged with attempted murder but the charges later dropped what yeah but he's police chief now alsbrook is currently only certified as a reserve officer which means he will be required to earn his peace officer certification within six months what does that mean how can you be police chief am i reading this wrong oklahoma police chief he's a police chief but a reserve officer it's a small town 
2005 the SPLC revealed that Blood and Honor USA's Texas coordinator Bart Osberg had traveled to Ohio for Blood and Honor meetings with skinhead groups from at least 8 states ISD record sells combat 18 patches which are associated with Blood and Honor skinhead movement the 18 in the name is derived from the initials of Adolf Hitler um mm, you don't say throughout the 1990s combat 18 was associated with acts of terrorism and violence including arson attacks the bbc reported other items sold included blood and honor patch along with hitler youth kkk ss swastika and confederate flags huh heritage though um music includes hitler was right and start up the panzers uh what that's a that's a that's a top 20 hit what's happening here yeah um yeah i'm looking at their website right now isd voice of blood and honor records uh depression dramatic battle in famous house unidad oh so they probably got a lot of german shit uh, right. they're angry by benit dramatic battle by terroristas uh iron stewart no turning back 15 dollars y'all paying 15 dollars you probably getting an actual Dog, y'all should see the cover. I, oh wait, I can show y'all. These yes, are terrible. Yes, you can. Dog, some of the covers of their albums are just like the Confederate flag. Like, <laughs> that's why they took that site down. They can This is the this is the flag landscape dog eagle avatar of music right here, y'all. Like, oh, Grand Wizard can, Flash. Somebody said that's the name of one. Grand of Wizard Flash. That's a good one. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> dj ones and threes i like that one too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh <laughs> yeah uh is it showing on the screen yet yes it is all right yeah this is like you can see some of the oh, oh let me make it bigger but you can see some of the um the 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 albums they got man it's like dog it's just a it's just a fucking confederate flag it's okay. you know one of them is like the boots for a um like what i assume is like their i stomp black people boots shit you know what oh. i mean like it's, it's screwdriver boots and braces or something like that is that the name of this let me see it's moving kind of slow now but yeah screwdriver boots and braces voice of britain it's just a fucking pair of shoes that's i guess the the, the titles back up with a bang i don't like you number two <laughs> Tell them how you really feel. They got I don't like bars. you. Built up, knocked down. A case of pride. Breakout. Tearing down the walls. Boots and braces. Antisocial. Of course, the smash hit, White Power. <laughs> Ain't that everybody's number one? <laughs> Does every album have White Power on it? I feel like every album has. You got a, at least at least one. Another. This one has the swastikas in a crowd of people like holding them up and shit on what swastika flags like it's called black shirts black shirts rise again hell c18 it ain't over till the fat man swings bar bq in romford wake up raise them to the ground cuz you're scum white power skinheads damn that, that seemed to be a trend y'all before the night falls wish the last were here and wear the black shirts mm-mm-mm Oh, that's some good. Somebody said nine one one is my day job. <laughs> <laughs> MC one eight. Yes. <laughs> Comfort the police. You know they probably got. <laughs> no, please fuck us. Fuck the police. Please give us sex. Yeah, this is crazy, man. Anyway, he said it ain't him, y'all. Mm-hmm. Zero to a hundred, Karen. 
Oh, 100. Yeah, that's 100. Uh, <laughs> don't forget that he could have the death row of fucking the KKK and be the cops. Oh, uh, I, I know. One of the songs should be Every Day is a Good Day. What, what does that have to do You know, um, what you call it? Go, Today is a Good Day? No, no. Every Day is a Good Day. That's, oh. that's, that's what they rap album going to be. Mm, I hear you. I hear you. I don't, I don't know. Ice Cube, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. Oh, this one. This is sad to me. Uh, my parents made a hundred, right? I gave them a hundred. A hundred. My parents made me think I was white my whole life by Georgina Lawton. First of all, they had the nerve to name you Georgina and then do this. This is, this is so fucked up. Uh, and oh, did I take it off the screen? Cause y'all have to see this yes, woman. You did. Like, it's only when you see her that you understand how trash her parents had to be to make this happen. And I don't have any sympathy for her parents because this is fucked up. And it makes me think, um, it makes me wonder if they were anti-black, you know, yeah. the, the well-meaning kind, you know, the I don't see color, color. Mm-hmm. race doesn't matter, mm-hmm. but you're also preparing your biracial child for a fucking um, horrible existence and a very confusing life outside of your home because they got to leave the house sometime. And, and I know black kids. I mean, I can't speak to everybody in here, but we did a show before. We talked about the first time we realized we were black and people. I mean, we talk about some real young ages. Like, we're not talking about, you know, I'm 60, you know, I'm 30, I'm 20, I'm 19. We're talking about, like, fucking four, five years old. You're like, yeah, I knew I was a black kid, you know? Well, if anything, I might not have understood the concept of race, but I knew I was quote-unquote different. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, yeah, there's a time where you know you're black because of the world treats you it a different way. Came up and went away oh shit okay um all right give me a second mm-hmm. try to do this one more time but yeah there's a there's a time when you know whether your your kid you want your kid to know it or not you're not doing them any favors you're not protecting them because the world doesn't operate that way the no. world doesn't go we'll just be whatever you want to be like the world's not there yet um it's it's very much a uh situation where you're doing a kid yeah you're, you're just hurting them um all right let's see if i can get this thing now now it won't let me share all right i'm gonna have to refresh it seems okay sorry guys i won't try oh, to you good it's like without the picture it's just it's pointless almost you have to see your mm, picture so okay. you can be like okay these motherfuckers knew that this was not gonna be okay uh like because i think what happens is people blame the, her she was a kid and her parents are lying to her how how the fuck did they think that was okay you know what i mean like i think the the question is not for her i mean obviously and plus you grow into it but if you have people you trust telling you like oh nah it could have been your great grandmama or something like that you know what i mean like you trust your parents most of the people i know that are religious y'all believe in y'all's religion because y'all parents taught you Come on. like there's a there's an unquestionable type of authority given to to parents that um deserved or undeserved like it can be really used for some harmful things such as you know fucking this kid up right and for uh i can i can't speak for anybody else but for me a lot of the traditions and a lot of the things that i've learned uh i learned a lot of outside of college that's when you really learn more about the like in college that's when i learned when i left home you know for the first time which was for me college that's when i was like oh okay this is you know the things i learned at home life is bigger and the world is bigger than my house right 
um now y'all can y'all see her picture now yes right not that curly ass hair and i mean it's beautiful curly but you know it's black it's curly right um that statement in itself might look ridiculous oh she put i am probably black that statement in itself might look ridiculous to anyone who doesn't know me to anyone who has stumbled across this article seen a copy of my photos and thought is this girl crazy she's very clearly not white but for me it sums up my life as i've known it to be because for the longest time i grew up believing in what i that i was white that is and an unbelievable as unbelievable as that sounds this went on for most of my life it wasn't until i lost my dad last year that i began to unravel the strange story that i'd grown up believing <sighs> okay all right um because there's a lot about yourself that uh about myself that i'm trying to find out the story is still very much unraveling but in order to stop myself from unraveling i'm traveling i'm growing through, through travel i'm staying on the move because my life was thrown into a permanent state of flux so why not embrace the chaos i've decided to do it all on my own terms uh growing Man, up she brown like you have black features you're brown right growing up the word black was never used to describe me i was never properly black because i didn't talk black and i had zero cultural ties to anything considering black by a few black people i knew the few black people i knew to some my features weren't black enough to others my very presence among white people all the time was enough to negate my blackness what and like i said this is about not erasing people's experience that's right that's the experience she she says she had and um, other people have had that same experience right my you know i i the thing that i question is if your parents basically tell you you're white and you like because black people when we see one of us we're like one of us like if they get the response of you being like nah i'm not i feel like a lot of black people will just shut down like well okay well fuck that bitch she thinks she better than us da, 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 da. right and they'll they'll move away because they were like well you you're not what you even though you're one of us you don't want to be accepted cool right and i think white people raising a black child don't know that about black people correct so they wouldn't even know that this would be a thing to them it's like well everyone will see you and they'll love you and they'll accept you for you and it's like no that's not how that's gonna work because the second that a person that is black presenting tells another black person i'm not black that black person is gonna be like okay either you crazy Crazy. or you just fucking like hate black people and that's your way of denying it to you like you hate yourself Mm -hmm. that that, you know they're not gonna get to know you and be friends and in most cases they're gonna be like okay if that's what you say um you know the idea of talking black and all that shit you know that's for other people to fight about but with a green-eyed irish mother and a white father and a brother who had to step outside for 10 minutes to see his freckles multiply by the dozens my own default was set as white too i was told by my parents that i inherited my dark skin and curly hair from a distant ancestor on my mother's side of the family and unless i probed my parents for answers and i did so each and every time someone else reminded me that i just didn't look like i belong we just didn't talk about it the likelihood of the story being true right because they didn't want to deal with the fact that your ass might have some brown they knew the truth right it ain't even about they don't want to deal with they know they they got to be hot in it how can they not know <laughs> we got on with our lives i learned to bury my insecurities but as most non-white people will tell you other people ask you 
if other people ask you justify your existence in a world where the default is set to white all the time so when my protective bubble of whiteness was popped with probing persistent questions from strangers it stung me because i never had to answer for why i was black on the how i had never had an answer for it yet on a holiday as a kid the reminders that i stood out like a sore thumb in a family where the factor 30 plus sunscreen was always a necessity and anything hotter than the 64f uh fahrenheit i guess uh always hit me like a freight train sometimes it was comical surrounded by white people on both sides of my family i used to think my parents and christmas photos was funny but i grew up never posting pictures of my family online because i cared too much what people thought uh when we w- visited my mom's tiny town in west Co- on the west coast of ireland each year for my summer holidays where you'd be hard pushed to find anyone a shade up from a milk bottle translucent for miles and i was told to go back to africa i wasn't particularly amused when age 17 a teacher asked me in front of a whole class why i was marked down the school system as white british not the smartest move for my parents admittedly i just didn't know what to say looking back though racial issues didn't take up too much of my headspace but then again that's because white people don't give too much thought to their whiteness unless they absolutely have to unless they're forced to square up with their to their whiteness in the mirror and address how this sets them apart and above other groups not to mention up until age 16 i really believed i was white too man looking at this picture it's just like come on um i just feel like it's a horrible cruelty to uh family and i guess once the lie starts it's just easier to keep it going but there's a horrible cruelty to this yeah and i think it might be a cultural difference too because like i said i'm black and niggas be like girl you black quit fucking playing y'all better tell like somebody would have somebody would have made a big ass scene or pulled her to the side and be like look girl i don't want you going out here getting your fucking feelings hurt nigga you black but their parents would just when she came to them with those questions her parents were just like oh no it's aunt bonnie down you know it's like her parents were gonna always erase that for her you know what i'm saying yeah but what i'm gonna say this so you're going to family functions and you stick out like that all these white people around you nobody because like i said they white so right. like she said they don't have to think about their whiteness so yeah i'm sure they different. walk away from the family function and go poor child Correct. you know but they're not gonna say nothing to her face yeah, yeah i mean yeah. why would they that's true you know yeah. they keep in mind these people suppose that's her family so supposedly they love you this is what they think love is it's it's a it's a it's a tacit admission that racism is is harmful when you say i don't want to tell my kid they're black like that's a tacit admission that this whole colorblind bullshit is not real come on and and it's it's more cowardice that you refuse to deal with it than this actual preparation for your kid to be a good person quote unquote no you're you're scared of the conversations that happen after that um you don't know how to handle it right and you know hopefully yeah anyway uh not necessarily white in appearance but more in the cultural ethnic sense i wasn't blind but i didn't believe i was black either mainly though race was something i didn't think too much on unless other people asked me to explain myself my parents were ticking boxes that said i was white british so anyone who asked me i was that too luckily i was surrounded by the kind of love of two parents that was so thick too, so unwavering and so real that sometimes i felt smothered by it i've never felt unloved and i never felt like an outsider among people that loved me but unfortunately my family home was not a microcosm of the real world right yeah you gotta prepare your kid to walk out that house man part of that that's part of your job as a parent and they didn't want to do that it seems mm-hmm. he was unprepared yeah also i mean it's your parents that did this head trip to you so you're gonna have a hard time saying anything negative or bad or was fucked up about it mm-hmm. i don't know them niggas so right. i can be like that was fucked up they fucked you up now you're gonna have to deal with all this 
head trip shit you gotta unravel for years the racial politics of the world which are just bu- a bubbling cauldron now where you don't get to kind of like not be in it like you don't get to not be in it it's it's just unfortunate but there's so much anti-blackness and you just you didn't just op, like you didn't just get put into the world as a, a person of color but black like not passing black like you know you're gonna catch it from every side you know and you're gonna and especially like when uh it reminds me of this girl that uh i was talking to and she was talking about her family and her family's like white and black and she was raised around the white part of her family for most of her like young life and then she went and lived with her father the black side of her family for a little bit and she was she sounded just very off-put by that part of her family and she was telling me this as you know a black person and she is black she can't i mean she's biracial but you know she's black presenting like if you saw her you think that's a black girl um but you could tell the head trip that it was for her even the way she was telling me it was like she didn't even really have the code switching mm-hmm. to like to really tell it like she knows that i'm you know uh very you know i try to be very accepting of all black people because so much of white supremacy is about putting us in a head trip that separates us and shit mm-hmm. and i and i and, and just because you don't have the quote-unquote right answer it doesn't mean you're like worthless or some coon and or some sellout or whatever black. right right and, but but this kind of, i could just tell in the conversation like oh you sounded very judgmental of the black side of your family mm-hmm. you, in a you, way that and you offended them right that take them off i could tell from the conversation mm-hmm. i was like because because the conversation was very much one of yeah i said this to him and then they got offended i'm like oh because you just didn't know better because you've been around white people that never understood Dude. the intricacies of black culture and they probably sent you down there on some like well you're gonna need this at some point they were like well, you have to go get this to survive this country because especially as you get older because the big head trip on the shit and i think where a lot of black people get offended is when biracial kids kind of talk about white people so kindly mm-hmm. and then they're so like harsh towards black people mm-hmm. there it doesn't feel fair nope. and, and, and and i don't it doesn't matter if that's your experience or not it doesn't right. matter if all the white people you knew showed you nothing but love and respect and all the black people you knew were just pieces of shit to you it doesn't matter that that's your experience when you're telling that to a black person they're not going to identify with that and they're not going to be like oh it's okay they're going to assume you're racist they're going to assume you're talking bad about right, them and you bought into whiteness and you don't care nothing about them right and the, and also i think as you grow there becomes an age when white people stop being nice about that shit come on and that's the thing you know that's the thing i always think about is what do you do when you haven't prepared your kid for this conflict for that self-identity for that confidence for this uh you know for this um the fact that that someone's gonna bring up your race derogatorily the fact that people are gonna question your race and then look at you like well now you don't belong here the people are gonna look at your dating options people are gonna look at how you talk about different races when you don't prepare your kid for any of this shit and you just throw them out into the world they're very ill prepared and you're and it, to me i'm like it's just gonna turn back on you and it's one of the reasons I fight back against when people say shit like I'm just colorblind. I don't see race. I laugh at that shit because it's so stupid. Right. And and if you're teaching your kid that you're just gonna fuck your kid up, especially if you're a kid of color, you're fucking white kids up too, by the way. Yes, you are. But you're fucking up kids of color even worse because they have to live with it with a world that refuses to not see color. You know, you can't just close, put your head in the sand. Right. Anyway, um, 
i did and still do get asked where i'm from about five times a month i still don't know what to say on a rare occasion i heard uh, ignorant friends or family members speak about black as an illness as a concept that made people more threatening or less attractive or less palatable and they turned to me and said something like oh well you're not black so it doesn't matter or yeah but i'm not talking about you am i and that was alienating that made me feel less than human so i overcompensated i grew louder and more confident than anyone else because i felt i had no options no other option the catalyst uh but then two years ago my father got really sick and then last year he died like so many people who lose a parent from cancer i found myself unable to function my life and the life of my family was drained of color things went gray bleak desolate i also felt extremely disconnected from who i was or who what or should i say who i thought i was so then uh so when i reached rock bottom i started to dig myself out i started digging because my father's death was a catalyst for change and i felt that i didn't have anything left to lose half my story had died with him after all so i did dna tests in easter 2016 discovered that i had never actually been related to the fantastic funny blue-eyed man who raised me in the biological sense anyway there was some material online about how to put yourself together after losing a parent but the manual into how not to implode when you realize that your parent was never related to you in the first place that one's uncharted territory unsurprisingly the oh, news so her dad when her dad right i'm telling you they knew uh, uh, it's impossible look how black okay. this girl is it's absolutely okay. impossible for her parents not to both been in on it that's why i'm like that's fucked up for them to do that great i know they think they did that out of love but that's just fucked up yeah because because she think this is my biological daddy and then you find out that's not my biological daddy yeah right. like how the fuck can you do something like that um when i found out via email one afternoon at work in london that half my family wasn't actually related to me that i wasn't about to, uh wasn't about to call my dad my own anymore and that i probably had a whole other life waiting for me in a not so distant universe and nearly broke me i must have left around 500 dents in the wall of the house i grew up in while screaming at my mom for an explanation which came about slowly and painfully when i begged for it my mom doesn't know much about this man who i'll never call a father other than the fact that he was dark and spoke with an irish accent idris elba so i'm also coming to terms with the fact that i may never have that missing piece of my ethnic jigsaw puzzle either and i after 23 years of saying i was british slash irish and something else unknown i don't really know what i am and more than anything i would love to know where my blackness comes from right so to overcome all this the death the lies the awkward conversation the lack of closure over my heritage and the near collective family silence that has ensued since i told everyone the truth i decided to travel yeah they shut down man that's fucked up and here's the thing they could have been doing this research they could have been like this is something you have to do now at you know 23 years old that you didn't have to that that should have been done for you when you were a kid as your parents kind of walked you so through they it have answers for you or at least and, or, got to an age where they could say okay let's sit down here's the truth this is everything we didn't know how to handle it but we wanted you to get to an age where you can understand because people realize 23 years is a long ass time to think your life is one way and to think you're one thing to turn around and be like oh everything i learned was not true about myself and the foundation of who i am yeah someone in the chat said she could take a dna test but don't those things work also by um don't you have to put your parents and shit into it too like you don't just send your dna d is it that simple like i just swab my cheek send you know, it they in can they can tell you like the percentage of, of like what you is right but they can't really tell you like your heritage where you're from and mm-hmm. all that shit mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you got that like you have to have like a, 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 a like her and her mom could do it but you would still need the dad there right and they don't know who the dad is right sound like the mama don't 
uh to some i might look like i'm running away from a series of painful experiences back home to me i'm delving head first arms wide legs akimbo into the great unknown read none wide spaces to see how that's going to help me to find my own identity because after 23 years i decided my identity is going to be on my terms yeah she's still young too so who knows what this path will lead her right whilst blackness is something i felt i could never really lay claim to i also know where there's no one size fit all approach to being black and i don't want to identify as black uh and if i don't want to identify as black i guess i don't have to there's still a part of me that feels as if i'm denying my father though the one that raised me by exploring this unknown part of my heritage i'll never want to replace my dad but i also um i also feel a bit guilty that all he did for me wasn't enough to quell this deep-rooted desire within me to find out where i come from ethnically but then again doesn't everyone deserve to know that at the at that at the moment i guess i still don't really consider myself any different to the person that uh to the person my parents raised me to be but after 23 years of not knowing why i look the way i do and finding out all all this crazy weird information i feel a shift in mindset i plan on doing a dna test to shed some light into where my ancestors may have come from yeah that's what i was saying it's not definitive because you need that parent side of it so you can be like this person came is this part they tell you literally about your ancestors uh but they can tell you like what percentage of you came from what regions of africa right. and shit to be raised white uh when you're black is to feel like you're in a permanent state of flux your identity is chaotic and confusing so i chose to embrace the chaos uh adapting to white and black company growing up means i can feel at home almost anywhere at any moment the journey is my home traveling helps me find out more about where my ethnic origins lie it's obvious and the only way it's the obvious and only way to facilitate my journey to personal growth so i'm not going to stop right now i'm traveling to find out who i am and where i come from i'm traveling to shape myself to the person i want to be and i'm trying to find my own identity wherever that is because i think i'm probably black yeah Um, and she's saying this from the perspective of a 23 year old and that is actually very young <laughs> so i i i'm gonna say this i've had to learn to not be as harsh as i have in the past when it comes to things like this because i'm like niggas don't make no sense mm-hmm. but at the same time this is her life or this is her blackness mm-hmm. or her she thinks she blackness or whatever the hell she wants to call it mm-hmm. this is her and so you know i couldn't imagine living life one way and finding out that the person that you thought was your dad isn't your dad you know coming to find out you know because for most 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 niggas know they niggas all their lives like somebody was like nigga you a nigga nigga you black like you've you know for most black people or brown people or whatever your nationality is you've always had somebody to keep you grounded and rooted in what your identity is you know and some black people don't have that or, or haven't had that and when you don't all of a sudden you get this shock like you say being unprepared for the world getting smacked in the face having people calling you nigga telling you and nobody has prepared you for the reality of this so yeah i you know like i said i've i'm learning to have more compassion i really really am and taking consideration that she's 20 something years old yeah I, like i said we'll see where it takes her because it's a head trip and i think like uh, most people that you know if you have been raised by white folks even quote-unquote good well-meaning white people to a certain extent it's hard to look at them and say but their program with anti-blackness their program with white supremacy 
and I, and they need to dismantle that shit and that's part of this part of what they did to me is because of that mm-hmm. part of them thought shielding me from my blackness was better for everybody but in in that you need to admit that that's because they see blackness as bad correct that's the thing that hurts to admit that part of them knowing you were black all these years saw you as bad or less than or quote unquote different from the less than that they deal with so you know even it's like i love you you know like you have relatives that oh you i'm not talking about you you're white you know that you know and that thing where it's like because we're you know who knows what looking back at her life who knows what she said that she's regretted who knows because that's the thing she doesn't talk about what judgments has she passed on people that she shouldn't have what you know what people reached out to her that she rejected like Mm -hmm. you have to go back through your whole life and look at these moments if they were there if you blocked them out if they didn't exist and you know fine but you know people aren't perfect and if you're conditioned by white supremacy by white people you're going to i'm sure any kid of mixed race has people where they're like yeah that was fucked up when they said that to me but i love aunt cheryl you know what i mean like i don't hate her but it was fucked up you know and that's my aunt she gave me my first bicycle and she also said you're i'm not talking about you but these black lives matter people need to stop being terrorists you know like i had to have that moment now you know so anyway she got a lot of shit to unpack uh zero to a hundred let me give her 50 all right i give her i give her parents a hundred I, her parents yes her parents, i was never even worried her about parents her is a 100 yeah people keep making it about her and i guess it's because she's the one writing the piece i don't really she's way too um early into her journey to uh to real like she's writing about it but she can't have any definitive shit i saw at the end of the article it's like she's currently in exploring cuba and mexico and somewhere else and i'm like them ain't you know like like okay like you're gonna there's black and brown people all over the world i guess you can travel the world and just talk and be an expert on that shit but that you know if you really want to find out about this black shit you know you're gonna have to at some point tackle some of this shit with that black people have dealt with with white people white people and then what do you do with that right when your whole family or at least half of your family you know like she said you're not even related to like like people that's a lot right. to take like it was a black dog. man with an irish accent like you go to cuba like okay you know it's a fun place to go it's a black place there's no place you won't stick out but it's like nigga you you're you're gonna have a long trip to get out of this like yeah 22 21 years of believing this outright outrageous lie like you don't you don't undo that in a year no no you don't and you know only, what i mean and only time will tell that she's willing to face the reality of it right so all right good luck traveling and sampling the blackness and shit we'll see where she lands check back on her in five ten years see what happened you know she need to go through her pro her pro black militant stage at some point you know it all it happens to all the babies okay ain't nothing wrong with that at mm-hmm. some point you're gonna be walking around talking about, i'm black y'all and i'm black y'all like it just happens all right let's get into white people news this is a moment tonight is a night we fight till it's over so we put our hands up like the ceiling can't hold us like the ceiling can't hold us uh, I'm 
back. Get up what it is, what it does, what it is, what it isn't. Looking for a better way to get up out of bed. Sitting on the internet and checking it, hear me get up. Thrift shop, pimp start walking. Little bit of humble, little bit of cautious. Somewhere between like Rocky and Cosby. Sweater gang, nope, nope, y'all can't copy. Yep, bad moonwalking this year. Saw body, my boss even on Broadway. And we did it all with grown music. I shed my skin and put my bones into everything I record to it. And yet I'm on let the stage like go and shine on down. I got that Bob Barker suit and plinkle in my style. Money, I stay on my craft and stick around for those pounds. But I do that to pass the torch and put on for my town. Trust me, I'm on my I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. A hustler chasing dreams since I was 14. With that four-track bus and halfway across the city. With that backpack, fat cat crushing the labels out here. Now they can't tell me nothing. We give that to the people. Spread it across the country. Labels are hidden now. They can't tell me nothing. Give it to the people. Spread it across the country. Here we go back. This is a moment. Tonight is a night. We fight till it's over. So we put our hands up like a ceiling can hold us. Like a ceiling can hold us. Here we go back. This is a moment. Tonight is a night. We fight till So we put our hands up like a ceiling can hold us, like a ceiling can hold us. Now can I kick it? Thank you. Yeah, I'm just so grateful. I grew up really wanna go front, but that's what you get when YouTube raised you. Y'all can't stop me. Go hard like I got an 808 in my heartbeat, and I'm meeting at the beat like I give a little speed to a great white shark on shark week, bro. Time me go up, gone deuces goodbye. I got a world to see, my guy. He wanna see Rome, Caesar, make you believe in that. I never ever did it for a throne. Validation comes from giving it back to the people. Now I sing a song and it goes like, raise your hands, this is a party. We came here to live life like nobody's watching. I got my city right behind me. If I fall, they got me. Look from that fear, you gain humility. And then we keep marching here. We go back. This is a moment. Tonight is a night. We fight till it's over. So we put our hands up like a ceiling can hold us. Like the ceiling. That was actually amazing. That was some of the best uh, cover we ever had. I think maybe it's because ah! maybe because a white person covering a white person song. Maybe that the white on whiteness. Oh yeah, is that really appropriation? Yeah, I mean, is it real? I mean, she appropriated the chorus, obviously, because that's a black dude that I got that on my nigga singing way too hard uh, uh, playlist on Spotify. Oh, he is singing way too hard on that song. Right, you put your hands up like the ceiling can't hold us. Um. All right, but yeah, it's time to get into white people news. Of course, uh, first things first, 
gotta talk about y'all's president white people y'all did elect this motherfucker um and there's a lot of stuff let me go through oh, it shit. uh yeah, trump trying page was lit for the articles trump trying to get us in a nuclear war north korea flew a test um like missile like close to japan or some shit and then um the u.s held a second test flight of a b61-12 nuclear bomb over the nevada desert so you're trying to get people to live out the desert i don't know what the fuck's happening me either i i mean sound like we headed for nuclear war mm-hmm. just just what happened when you put a, a motherfucker this crazy uh sebastian gorka resigned from the trump administration last friday uh there was a study uh about how many bernie supporters actually ultimately ended up voting for trump uh, and it was about 10 percent uh, one in ten i'm about to say i thought it was bigger than that yeah that's because you know it's just gonna make up some numbers but i'm a fact-based podcaster over here guys one of us reads the articles yeah i'm glad you do because my number would have been higher yeah it doesn't really say um yeah according to the internet the number's a lot higher here's my thing though that's a ridiculous amount that is like because see the thing is if you stood for his ideals then you would be voting for hillary or E or voting for Green Party. Come on, those are the only two candidates that put his ideals. Like y'all, motherfuckers was voting for Donald Trump. Then you know clearly, um, y'all didn't. That's the exact opposite of everything Bernie said he was about. Let me go to the next session because I know we're up against the break. We'll be right back. No problem. Uh, party people, we just don't stop. Okay. Uh. But yeah, you know, these people claim to uphold his ideals and all the shit. They were, I'm voting for Bernie and they, everyone said it wasn't about just not voting for Hillary. Everyone said, you know, everybody said all that shit, but why, you know, why are 10% of your supporters going their ass over there if it's not about, if they weren't there just to say fuck Hillary, then what is that 10% of people even doing over there? Yeah, and like I said, I, uh, my, my statement has nothing to do with stats and statistics uh bernie is courting these people so it's in my opinion it's a lot more why are you courting these motherfuckers if the numbers and and that's a large percentage but i think it's more because you're so gung-ho on courting that particular group of fucking racists fully 12 percent of people who voted for senator bernie sanders uh, in the 2016 democratic presidential primaries voted for president trump in the general election this is according to the data from the cooperative congressional election study a massive election a survey of around five fifty thousand people for perspective a run-of-the-mill survey measuring trump's job approval now has a sample of 800 to 1500 people political science professor professor brian schaffner of university of massachusetts amherst tweeted that on wednesday schaffner's numbers show that there are that after a bitter democratic uh, primary more than one in ten of those who voted for in the primaries for the very progressive sanders ended up voting for the republican in general election rather than for the democratic uh, candidate hillary clinton what drove these voters to trump schaffner dug into that as well what it wasn't was well it wasn't trade an issue that Sanders was closer to Trump's philosophy than Clinton's. At least the issue of trade didn't seem to have much of an impact. Parties seemed to have something to do with it. Sanders Trump voters were more likely than Sanders Clinton uh, or Sanders third party voters to have been Democrats. Um, 
oh less likely i said more okay less likely so basically they might have been republicans that were willing to consider voting for sanders Mm -hmm. and they voted for him in the primaries but they were republicans so in the general they went republican that makes now that makes sense well two things right one maybe ideologically they just were anti-hillary and they couldn't bring themselves to vote for trump right okay but here's the other part of that though that's one of the reasons that people that we need closed primaries i know sanders people don't hate when you say that third party people hate when you say that that's a reason they wanted to influence the primary of the other fucking party that they had no they many of these people probably had no sorry uh probably had no actual um connection to the party no that's not what i'm saying they probably had no um what do you call it perp they they were not going to vote for a democrat right but they can manipulate the democratic primary so they vote in that primary to fuck with that so who do they vote for you always vote for the underdog to make the person that is the likely candidate look weaker that i wonder how much of that was that yeah, that's why they got mad when they tried to run up there. They was like, nah, y'all can't vote. Didn't nobody tell us. Well, that's y'all fault. Yeah, it's just like, that's why you have closed primaries, but that part will escape many people who would just rather, the DNC is corrupt. And there's like, they just want to say that shit, but they don't want to think it through and be like, well, there's a fucking reason you have a closed primary. It's because everybody didn't have your party's best interest in mind. You know? Um, so yeah anyway um also uh then there's race nearly half of sanders trump voters disagree with the idea that white people have advantages Mm-hmm. but that's 50 percent that affected by that why uh why are we so busy saying that we need to get those people back on the democratic side if they racist why are we so busy saying that it's trump's economic policies and economic anxiety when literally every study after every study tells us they went over there because they racist come on like how many times we got to go through this fucking obvious bullshit yeah and i don't care about no more articles about woe is me and my nope don't care don't don't care uh the tracks the this tracks with broader observations about election 2016 for example as i wrote last week in general the larger at state the larger a state's general election Trump vote, the less likely his residents are to perceive a lot of discrimination in the world, according to the data of Public Religion Research Institute. And another post-election study co-authored by Schaffner follow, found a relatively strong indication that racism and sexism were more important in 2016 than they had been in previous election. Yeah, no shit. Uh, you know what I would add to this, though? Um, I bet you if you had a survey to ask them, do they feel white people are oppressed? It would skyrocket of course it would like it would be like oh yeah yeah that now of course that's the real racism white people not getting everything um so anyway thought that was interested interesting uh trump retweeted a meme of himself eclipsing president obama in a twitter frenzy mm-hmm. yeah because he ain't got nothing else better to do I ain't like he got a country to run you know that's fine an eclipse last two minutes was his term last two minutes mm-hmm. kkk leader who threatened to burn journalists claim membership skyrocketed under trump makes no sense shit. Mm-hmm. trump lies about race and community colors that's from team vogue to which i say great journalism but team no vogue shit. be on it but also no shit right no shit confederacy loving students shown in viral flip-off video was kicked out of his um uh christian college 
yeah uh alan Trout, uh pensacola florida was kicked out of school at the war confederate uniform in charlottesville virginia it's funny how money changes situation yeah dog well you come back home and talk to your parents about school ain't that gonna be an interesting conversation yeah, it is. uh is it spring break already i know you ain't left all week it's uh is are you guys um is it because it's summer is it i mean what you just did you did you get an internship a local internship or something yeah especially if you didn't leave the house like that yep also this nigga like the sloppiest confederate soldier i've ever seen in my life dog like what is going on with you bro too much hard tack mm-hmm. so you, you got double rations what's going on brother Aww. you are not killing nobody looking like this okay mm-hmm. like uh yeah he uh got kicked out of school Video footage revealed that he was dressed in uniform, carrying a Confederate flag, and saluting the statue of Robert E. Lee. Yeah, you need to get kicked out. A crowd surrounded chanted, "Terrorists go home!" as he stood motionless. Good. He took. He told the paper that he wanted to make the trip to Virginia because he wanted to take back the history of his ancestors. He felt the KKK and the Nazis were misrepresenting. He said he hoped to share the true history of the South and push back against neo-Nazis who felt have wrongly launched on to latched on to the confederate history i went up there to represent what i believe is right he said well i guess your ass about to go home and take a right and get on the highway and go back to your house in an associated press video he said they need to know what they fought for wasn't slavery or oppression boy i swear white people need to feel like their ancestors wasn't bad dog it's the only thing they fought for is nothing else to fight for right what it was for pride pride of owning slaves right it was for heritage a heritage of owning slaves nigga what do you want to argue about you can't take out a part of the sentence i understand all of it i've read the books armatrout was told that his final year enrollment at pensacola christian college was being terminated uh shout out to real christians living up to their christian beliefs shout out to that uh although they probably was just embarrassed i have been released yep. from my school i will be unable to return to college to finish my senior year i'm processing this and making adjustments to my life to compensate for this scrutiny pensacola christian college can recognize the dignity and value of all people we respect the history of america the school said in a statement we encourage individuals to exercise discernment and seek to rebuild reconciliation especially during a time of mourning like charlottesville is experiencing a photo of the protester went viral over the weekend with many defending armor trout saying a woman was flipping him off for being overweight or for being a nerd this nigga got a big y'all this nigga has a big ass confederate flag in his motherfucking and that's what she giving the hand. middle finger for he getting the middle finger for some woman and they talking about it's because he they trying she fat shaming him since she was shouting terrorists go home the anger seemed to be more directed at the uniform and the flag right uh yeah i gotta say this picture this is a good picture uh but yeah that motherfucker gotta go home isn't it nice when racist lives get fucked up speaking of which california students demand a classmate's expulsion for organizing the charlottesville white supremacist rally wonderful Mm mm-hmm that's right 
matter of fact let me find another another uh so you got a whole list of these songs don't you mm-hmm. let's see what's another song i like when motherfuckers get kicked out oh here's one let me do this yes get your ass on out of school boy That's right, y'all. Stan, Stanislaw State University students are taking a stand against the hate and bigotry on display in Charlottesville, Virginia, despite the California campus being on the opposite side of the country. Hate speech and separatist speech can't hide behind free speech anymore. Protesting student Jared Brown told Sacramento's CBS affiliate, while, sac- while supremacists and Nazis have argued their right to advocate their cause and protect it by the First Amendment comedian bill maher has been quick to defend them as well attacking students as snowflakes who can't hear ideas from different uh different in theirs yep that's why I, y'all bill i told y'all about bill Mardo. monday nearly two dozen students dis- disrupted an address by the school's president ellen john by holding signs denouncing white supremacy hey you know what i just thought about with bill maher bill maher has never let someone come on his show and spread anti-semitism he's jewish he has never all these episodes he has never let somebody come on and just get their side of the argument out or have the conversation. He, he hasn't talked about snowflakes and being triggered and shit when it comes to anti-Semitism. It's only when it's somebody else's shit that he's on some like, y'all just babies and snowflake and liberals this and yeah, not, not a good person. Anyway, nearly two dozen students disrupted an address by the school's president, Ellen Jun to uh by holding signs denouncing white supremacy brown and his fellow students demanded that the school develop a zero tolerance policy for white supremacists and that they expel nathan nathan domingo who was arrested for punching a woman during the april clash of protesters in berkeley he also uh he's also the founder of white supremacist group uh that was a co-organizer of the rally in virginia last week i don't want his ideology expressed in congruence with this campus said brown yeah he the founder of the fucking rally no no the school said they weren't bothered by the demonstration and called it an example of free speech Mm, the school ain't shit it was important for her that ellen john to hear the students and it was important for her to give the students a voice said spokesperson rosalie rush she explained the school is working on a campaign to preserve free speech while also stopping hate speech they, that's fuck impossible. Out of here. It's impossible it's impossible if you're not going to take a stand right they hope to use it as an educational opportunity guys can you please be nice is that going to be the fucking campaign right so this is cool so what are you going to do when you have the black lives matter people come out there protesting the school's motto is vox veritas vita which translates to latin it means speak the truth as a way of life academia is here to raise voices and have productive dialogue they didn't comment on domingo due to privacy concerns you can watch the video uploaded by modesto progressive democrats below trash uh but yeah make him feel bad about going to school get his ass up out of there come on uh speaking of which an arizona republican won't show up to her job after being caught declaring white pride at the charlottesville march what do we got a new jam uh you know what arizona right yes. arizona oh i got a jam for arizona karen Good luck, brothers. Show them what you 
through terminator x she's scared to come to work y'all good pima county supervisor ali miller refused to attend monday's board of supervisors meeting in arizona after she was caught declaring her white pride on facebook after the charlottesville virginia violence miller sent an email to county officials at 6 13 a.m which means she woke up with it on her mind saying that she'll be unable to attend the meeting but didn't give a reason sism <laughs> I had to right. call out on a, on a note of sis. Right, because she didn't want to have to deal with the black folks that were going to be looking her. Because it's real easy to do white power on the internet when everything, when it's quote unquote not real to you. She took it outside to the rally too. I'm sending this to notify y'all. I will not be able to call, C-A-L, into today, to today's board meeting, August 21st, 2017. She wrote, please notify the chair. A number of people spoke out against her comments at the meeting, which included hecklers from both supporters and opponents of Miller. I'm sick and tired of being hit for being white, she wrote on Facebook, hours after Charlottesville violence. It's it's all about making us feel like we need to apologize. I am white and proud of it. No apologies necessary. Sound like that was an apology when you said, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to make this call. She was responding to a political story. Former Tucson mayor candidate Sean McCluskey had shared on his Facebook that talked about President Donald Trump's comments about the violence. Miller has also submitted a Freedom of Information Act for all phone, computer, and social media records of, from all 7,000 public employees. She seeks any and all copies of verbal and written communication included, but not limited to emails, social media accounts, phone calls, and letters from anyone, including members of the public, all county employees, county administrator, any and all elected officials, communication department employees, county attorney office employees, as well as each and every one of the board of supervisors members re- related to the request for the opinion you just issued regarding my comments on a Facebook post. During an appearance on James T. Harris's radio show, she said her Facebook post was meant to blame the simple-minded identity politics. <laughs> Bernie Sanders is also into that, blaming the identity politics that defies us based on nothing more than the color of our skin. And I was expressing my frustration with the identity politics, and I think the American people are rejecting those politics, and I certainly would not be ashamed to color my skin. She also cites gotcha politics, a term often used by Governor Senator Palin, uh, who used the phrase to criticize questions from the media. I hope everyone is proud of their race, she told Harris. Well, if you're so proud, why don't you show your ass up to work? Come on. Let's talk about it at the job. Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Let's get into some lighter news, okay? Damn, that's my jam. Anyway, let's get into some lighter white people news. Okay, guys, that was a lot. And there's still so much more we could have talked about, but I'm going to let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about these upscale white folks. Okay, let's talk about these white people without a care in the world, without the problems of the day that rain down on the rest of us. Okay? Right. Um, And this is all brought to you by Triangle Wine Company. Mm-hmm. They have a huge selection of fine wine and craft beer from all over the world for every budget. From well-known brands to rare finds from small producers, you can shop online and have your order shipped to your home or workplace. We got to ship to our workplace, and we fit in the drink in it. Uh, if you live in the Raleigh-Durham area of North Carolina, stop by their stores for their weekly free wine tasting and beer events. 
visit visit trianglewineco.com to compare their competitive prices and trust me they are super competitive like you really gonna be like, i can't believe that i can get this so low for the low low get 10 percent off and get it shipped to my house come on man it's a steal save 10 percent on your order by going uh and putting uh offer code tvgwt in the box and that offer ends on tvgwt day which is september 2nd all right also our anniversary so if you want to toast up get a drink with us we're gonna drink on on, on our anniversary so y'all should come we through sure too is. um so yeah and, and if you want to wear something go to those site and get you something today's white people news brought is also uh not sponsored but we're also going to be eating some some cheese and some crackers mm-hmm. we go along with this now we're finishing off the riesling from last week and then we're gonna open up this new bottle it's still flames oh wait you didn't get the bottle opener ah i yeah. didn't know how to okay yeah i still need i think i still need the bottle opener for this oh i didn't know i might could pop it open hold on oh never mind okay i guess we don't need a bottle opener uh hopefully this shit don't spill uh (laughs) this is la bière de belil uh i don't think i pronounced that right it's a product of belgium uh brewed by brasserie dupont of torpes imported uh by vanberg uh and dewolf cooperstown new york Mm, okay we will we will break into this in a second mm-hmm. but uh we're gonna finish out this riesling from last week first um and we got some crackers bonds and cold yorkshire original flame bake water cracker i don't know what that means mm-hmm. and we got them for a dollar because they didn't rang up yeah they so they was in the i guess the obscure part of the aisle at Publix. <laughs> That, that, they couldn't even ring it up it got a, a thing on it she ran it like four times it didn't ring up she was like uh dollar sound fine i was like baby that sounds now look fine to me. and i know one thing these ain't no goddamn dollar crackers first of all they come in like six individual packets of this if you what? guys are in the chat and then i open this up and it's, it's inside it's like four crackers so it's like the flat the fire water nation crackers uh <laughs> last airbender crackers whatever they come they come like almost individually wrapped and yes. then and then we got some um what is this alouette uh cheese mm-hmm. um i forget what kind jalapeno cheese right yes and this is spread so you gotta spread it on the crackers uh so you know look i don't know what the audio quality is gonna sound like because we're gonna eat these crackers live on the air and sip this wine yeah y'all just gonna have to deal while we talk about these white people and the news that is important to them um but uh let's go ahead and get into it uh what's let's see what we want to talk about first uh how about this uh joel osteen's back um by the way houston they declared a a, a damn uh curfew now because they the police out there like we're gonna stop the looting uh so if you out at a certain time you know priorities we're gonna be out here trying to catch looters and prosecute them to the fullest extent of the law where you gonna go some people ain't got nowhere to go i don't know karen that's what they said uh anyway joel osteen uh apparently uh still in hot water no 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 pun intended on that one uh busloads of texans arrived at joel osteen's seventeen thousand seat houston mega church on tuesday uh after he announced that his doors were open following supposed interior flooding that kept stranded people out sunday was flooded monday was straight quick cleanup he got roasted on twitter the heat from the roaster must have dried out the carpet everybody can come in mm, this is some good ass cheese I ain't on monday 
Osteen has said in a Facebook post that the church was inaccessible due to flooding. Now, from what I heard, that was flooding around the area. Maybe that's what he meant. But now video and photos are emerging that suggest the building had not been uh, inundated with water yesterday and could have had taken in several hundred people. In one video posted on Monday night, but filmed during daylight, a man is seen walking around the church noting that there were just a few puddles here and there. Looks like you can fucking open up your church right now, Joel, he says. Why don't you go ahead and do it? Because you know what's happening across the freeway. People are dying. It was unclear where Osteen was on, Osteen was on, uh, Sunday. Um, he did not appear to be greeting the busloads of refugees who finally arrived at church in the afternoon. Oh, y'all, they're probably not gonna see him. Mm-hmm. They probably see like the representatives of the people that had to leave their homes to come out there. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, you know, they had a staff meeting mm-hmm. and they got a schedule. You know, cause something that big, you, you it's almost, you know, it's a, it's a small government. Cause so he probably would have, he probably would have greeting them like, boy, come in here. Make sure you close my screen, don't slam it. And put your stuff up. Take your shoes off when you come on my good carpets. Come here tracking all that homeless up in here. Um, smelling like outside. Yeah, outside does have odor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're letting out all my damn AC. Close the damn door, okay? You're letting out. I ain't trying to cool all of Houston. Come I'm, on. Y'all, <laughs> y'all out here running in and out of my house. Messing with my good. My goodness. And don't sit on the couch with the plastic on it. Mm-mm. Thank y'all. Don't get in my den. You gonna sit in the living room. Um, the clip, uh, so anyway, he says, uh, the clip shows a man and his friend Eric running around the exterior of the building, noting the lack of flooding. I don't think any press view crews could have, could get over here to drop off the victims because the traffic is horrible, he says. Sarcastically, after Eric points out that the traffic of the adjacent Southwest Freeway is moving just fine. At least a center a meter of flood water. This is horrible. <laughs> oh, they got jokes. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is terrible. Mm-hmm. And he said, then Eric jumped in a couple of shallow puddles. Ah! Can, I, can I play this video? Where is this video at? I know they got it on here somewhere. Let me see. Take this off of mute. Give me one second, everybody. Hold on. Church. Yeah. By the way, can we just give them credit for being super petty for going their ass out there? Because I would have taken my black ass indoors. They really was like, "Let's go, buddy. We're gonna make a joke." Ah. Good job, Joel. Joel, it's horrible. The humanity, the 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 travesty that we're seeing right here at Lakewood Church. Pretty well. I don't think any rescue crews could get over here to drop off the victims because the traffic looks horrible. <laughs> ah! Look at that. Why are people so sorry? At least a centimeter of flood water. This is horrible. He <laughs> <laughs> got jokes. White people be so sarcastic when they mad. Like when they get mad, like you can tell how mad a white person is because they start being super sarcastic. And roasting the hell out of you. It's so good. Like. <laughs> Like, everybody's experience is, like, if you somewhere where, like, a white person gets mad at, like, customer service or something, they'll be like, the customer service here is just great. It's just great. <laughs> like, ooh, they mad. As hell. They always get mad. Well, this is just fine. This is just got darn fine. You're like, yeah, that white, that's an angry white person when they start talking in sarcasm only, bruh. Oh, my God. 
because i just have all day i can just do this all day i don't have a job to go to you're like ooh, <laughs> oh man y'all know i'll tell the truth too <laughs> and, and not to mention this gate is open i don't know if you can see this gate it's closed it's usually <laughs> see he just did it the gate is closed well, where you go not to mention the gate is open like he just mad as hell he just everything the opposite right now open but now it's closed so nobody can get in there's some more floodwaters my colleague eric is running through the floodwaters right now we're trying to see if joel's here we want to we want to make sure joel can evacuate someplace safe did he just say my colleague eric mm-hmm. <laughs> not even friends <laughs> he only makes 55 million a year in book sales and other tax deductible things we're going to check on him right now <laughs> joel joel can't you beat no door joel are you here there's no water there Wait, I was told by so many of his followers that it was underwater. We are getting a little relief by the balcony. The balcony is giving us some reprieve, I guess. Um, But look at those carpets. Could you imagine how much money you'd have to spend on those carpets to get them clean? Could you imagine? (laughs) Probably thousands of dollars. Probably thousands of dollars. I don't, I mean, I don't blame the guy. Ah! Joel? Joel, are you here? Joel Osteen. Has anyone seen Joel Osteen? He's flooded right now, apparently. Damn, they had the time. God damn. They had the time. Yeah, they did. I would have been mad at my house just looking at Google Maps talking about, nah, y'all, for real, it's probably not flooded. They really drove out there just to make the time. I'm tired of everyone telling me that, oh, he's done enough. And when he can, he'll open up his church. Looks like you can fucking open up your church right now, Joel. Why don't you go ahead and do it? Because you know what's happening across the freeway? People are dying. Mm, that was good. Mm. Mm-hmm. They blocked that off. Oh, shit. Good job, Joel. Joel. You know, that was some good shade. And he probably been fighting with people all day. He was like, y'all know what? I'm tired of y'all fuckers telling me that, that he can't open up his church. I'm going to go up there. Yeah, and guess what? He opened up the church today. Yeah, he got shamed into it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah, he uh, opened up the church to let people in. They were taking pictures of it, of uh, people coming in and, you know, being able to allow to stay there, which, uh, you know, these these people put a lot into the community. And I do think that by opening up the church one it's the right thing quote unquote um i do think this also proves he was not doing the right thing yesterday and i don't know how both of those can exist where you go he did the right thing today and we should just gloss over the huge fucking oversight of sending thoughts and prayers when you actually have resources in the area to help people and you decided not to you know glad he came around did the right thing uh it'll be interesting to see what how he explains that they were able to a day later get the shit going right but um yeah so uh the following day response to online anger and enormously wealthy pastor's apparent lack of care for the needed church released photos and it claimed were of the flooding 
also on monday twitter user at c-m-c-l-y-m-e-r posted a photo purporting to be of the church's exterior showing unflooded exterior parking lot it said uh the multi-level parking garages were not flooded these pictures show what appeared to be substantial flooding in the underground uh and overground parking areas and a flooded corridor apparently in the basement there was also a photo what looked like a lobby area with puddles on the floor and a deep well of water in the foreground however the foreground area could not have been a water feature as it had been apparent appeared to be spotlight lamps in it um it was unclear at what time of the day the photos were taken um also these are pictures that were at the church release saying look it, the, the parking lot's flooded and it's impossible to get in there uh along with the photos a statement from the church that they will be open only as a distribution center for the time being uh it will not be able to accept refugees until other centers were at capacity the statement said but Olsen contradicted that on twitter soon after victoria and i care deeply about our fellow houstonians he tweeted lakewood's doors are open and we are receiving anyone who needs shelter but away from the president's feed the tone of the rest of the twitter regarding Osteen and lakewood was less positive the hashtag trend started under his name as people began mocking him for what they saw a man who was happy to use jesus to make money but less happy to follow his teachings uh let's see uh never forget wrote jay dave o it took a public shaming for a man who preached christianity to behave like a christian silas rothschild and i still think it's cathartic for people and most people are just doing this because it's just easier than to watch the disasterbation that's going on where they're interviewing these flood victims and people that lost everything and just constant 24 7 news coverage of the waters and the devastation and you know raging out at joel osteen feels more i don't know productive i guess on twitter than Mm -hmm. than just being like the you know what can i really do um Silas Rothschild went Old Testament on Osteen's behind writing, you're like Noah. If he said to the animals, hope you can float. Uh, yeah, that's the other thing. You're getting these, uh, retweets. You're getting mm-hmm. likes and shit. So there's a, it's like when there's a roasting and a trending thing going on on Twitter, that's, you know, that's an incentive to, to talk the most shit too. Uh, Houston Mosque opened their doors to hashtag Harvey victims without having to be shamed into it like Joel Osteen tweeted a user named Beth. Muslims more Christ-like today than a Christian. Uh, Osteen uh, seemed displeased by the responses and began blocking those who mentioned him, including one man who politely invited him to be your best self. But there was positive results noted too. One user who had been put into pressure on Osteen noted that countless air mattresses had been inflated in the church's halls and posted a picture to go with it so these these bitch they are roasting the fuck out of him oh man Aww. ironic at joel osteen's religious empire crumbling due to a biblical size flood uh houston mosque opening doors yeah okay this one live look at osteen doing his best to help houston flood victims it's just a doll Aww. surrounded by making a, a, a snow angel and money that's hilarious yeah yeah somebody the, the block he, he got blocked by somebody no like he started block i mean i'm sorry he started blocking people mm-hmm. so yeah man at least they doing the right thing now but you know prosperity pimp preachers don't get it man i don't know what to tell y'all you know i don't really believe in any of that shit so you know i i might be less than uh em- empathetic to some of the shit that he's going through 
you know um but they really they really act like he was supposed to like if he was trill he walked down there on the water party and then turned into wine like ah <laughs> like, you ain't real about this life dog like come on be the man you say you are dog go down there and fucking do something with this water uh a model 20 years old exposes the seedy world of prostitution in the fashion industry after an agent claims supermodels are paid up to two million dollars to sleep with rich clients i believe that a young model has claimed prostitution is rife with the fat within the fashion industry after she was offered cash to sleep with wealthy men london-based model jazz egger who recently turned 20 makes extraordinary claim that big agencies and established models are involved in seedy underground dealings with young women paid up to two million dollars to spend spend the night with male clients shockingly jazz claims she even told that was told that two young supermodels who have become household names have spent time with men for money in order to get ahead in their careers Australian-born Jazz said she was first propositioned last summer after meeting an agent at an exclusive London club who offered her an image modeling job with which involved a Greek yacht trip with three millionaires. Jazz, who has 35,000 Instagram followers, also claims she has been told that one of the most established modeling agencies in the world has a was a partner client of the company that had approached her for sex work. She declined, but soon afterwards, she was contacted by a second man who invited her to a private dinner with a famous actor at a popular celebrity haunt and advised that she would need to be comfortable with natural intimacy that followed. When the when the then teen replied that she was a model and not an escort, she alleged the man known as George shot back, it's the most normal thing in the industry, everyone does it. Shockingly, the agency claimed that two well-known fashion models have accepted vast sums of cash in return for spending time with his clients. He told her, uh the models realize the value of money and how much of a difference it can make and everyone enjoys having sex especially with good-looking guys what is the shame society creates double standards that make women feel guilty so he tried to uh femin to give her uh that positive feminism into fucking his clients into being a prostitute like he was like listen you gotta be sex positive about this baby okay listen you don't let the, the don't let the people shame you out of out of getting this money in this dick Mm-hmm. and they sexy yeah yeah right like all these dudes gonna be just the handsomest things ever well it sounds like it was some actor or something so maybe he was a handsome dude right but still yeah if i don't want to fuck i, I don't i, I want to be pretty and model like that's why i'm here i'm not here the, the fucking is not was not included in my contract like you are asking me to be a prostitute dog right um but yeah he added that this is how the fashion industry works and even claimed that most models get where they were through something like this he even told jazz one of the most established modeling agencies in the world was a partner client of the company he approached her for sex who approached her for sex work and she put like pictures and that's blurred out but like the screenshot of their uh conversation um yeah it's uh private meet thursday the 17th with one of my best clients in the Chiltern Firehouse Hotel, young, handsome Iranian guy, drinks, talks, followed by natural intimacy. Client is a famous actor. Name cannot be disclosed. Girl required to wear heels, nice dress. Behavior must demonstrate exquisite class, fluent English only. Pay 2,000 pounds, yeah, time, yeah. one to two hours. Um yeah and he put think about the life they come from they realize the value of money how much of a difference it can make everyone enjoys having sex especially with young good looking guys what is the shame society creates double standards to make women feel guilty about it 
uh, you are young so i understand this might all be a little bit surprising but most models got to where they were through something like this you meet amazingly wealthy people who can assist and prepare your life in whatever direction you want it is up to you where you want to end up damn so yep she uh exposed the game man up to two million dollars mm-hmm. i believe her too i do too man because that's the world we live in is that men because most- it's ran by men right and men mostly have all the money and mm-hmm. they also want to fuck this certain type of woman these supermodel type chicks and i mean how many times have we read an article on here with somebody that to us is not a household name but to white folks and to rich white people probably you know bella thorne does this and whole instagram is pictures of thongs and titties and ass out like i guarantee you there are rich men somewhere like how do i get to fuck this woman how much money because in their mind everything has a price mm-hmm like some of you do date porn stars and shit tiger yeah. woods did mm-hmm. like they'll fly them out and be like have escorts and shit and they pay them for the privacy or the intimacy but right essentially they want to fuck all right and there's nothing wrong if that's what the woman is down for but if you're like her you're like i don't want to do it you shouldn't be pressured into something like that right you basically try to turn her into a prostitute right and they probably and that's why they like i'll just say like young women because you're very dumb and naive and you're more easily manipulated because that's the thing when people go with well, 18 you're an adult yeah legally you're an adult but you can easily be manipulated between the ages of 18 to 21 even up to 25 well also you may need this for your career right so like if i'm told that bella thorne did this which she may or may not have i'm not saying like whoever the model he brought up right that person you don't know that they really did this he's saying they did it right um but if i'm told that and i want to be that person yeah one of my first inclinations is gonna be like let me check this out and maybe i need to do this because i'm in a field where i want to be the number one eventually yeah, you know and i don't want to get to the point where i don't get the call i mm-hmm. don't get the next thing you know a lot of you know it's one of those things that they get you a position where you quote unquote have to fuck your way up the ladder and you're not guaranteed you're gonna make it you just you know sometimes you do sometimes you fucking these dudes just to fuck them mm-hmm. but i guess it's that well you making money Mm-hmm. but it's like but i rather be making money doing something else like i said if that's what you're down for cool but if you're not you should but be that decision may come come back to haunt you like you said right who knows what you won't get now come on a judge dismisses sarah palin's lawsuit against the new york times federal judge in manhattan on tuesday dismissed sarah palin's def- defamation lawsuit against the new york times nowhere is political journalism so free so robust or perhaps so rowdy as in the united states judge jed rakoff wrote in an opinion dismissing the case in the exercise of that freedom mistakes will be made some of which will be hurtful to others judge rakoff's opinion is an important reminder of the country's deep commitment to a free press and the important role that journalism plays in our democracy a time spokesperson said a statement statement we regret the errors we made in the editorial but we were pleased to see that the court acknowledged the importance of the prompt we correction. Oh, wait. This is not what I want to do. All right. The uh, prompt correction we made once we learned the mistakes in the words of the court. She sued the newspaper earlier this summer over editorial that drew a link between the advertisement from Palin's Political Action Committee and the 2011 shooting in Tucson, Arizona, in which six people were killed and the then Congress woman Gaffey Giffords was severely wounded. In an editorial which was published online the day of the shooting of a congressional baseball practice this June, the editorial board suggested that Jared Lee Loeffner, the man who carried out the Tucson massacre, was incited by a map from Palin's PAC ad which placed crosshairs over the congressional districts of several Democratic lawmakers, including Giffords. There is, in fact, no evidence that Loeffner ever saw the map, 
much less that he was motivated by it the times issued a correction the next day but palin filed her suit two weeks later so and they ended up getting dismissed hmm. they did own up to their error but they vowed to fight the case asserting the first amendment protects its writers in such cases palin's attorney argued that james bennett the editorial page editor who wrote the offending language in the piece had displayed a reckless disregard of the facts and claimed that the times had an economic incentive to invoke palin's name for clicks in a motion to dismiss the case lawyers for the times called this premise implausible right says the person that does that all the time mm-hmm. like right. your whole fucking existence is that mm-hmm so sweet kim kardashian hugs and kisses her daughter north during an intimate home video after weathering the magazine shoot a magazine shoot controversy another one well this is the same one her baby precious though north is so precious she's the cutest thing ever her mm-hmm. and blue ivy just melts my heart Mm-hmm. um kim kardashian was trashed on monday by having what appeared to be darker skin to match her daughter north as she posed posed as first lady jackie kennedy for interview magazine later that day the 36 year old beauty brushed off the mean jazz as she shared a heartwarming video on snapchat with the cute little four-year-old the two are dining at a table as north sings so beautiful to me while mom kisses kim kisses her and says so sweet in the intimate clip um oh that is cute mm-hmm. north has on a black t-shirt with that is a tribute to kanye's late mother donda who died in 2007 just a snap you are so sweet oh that is sweet mm-hmm. she's not precious at that age um she's also seen walking in a room and also in a car um uh later kim showed off the kimoji mouse pads that include her crying face her bottom the word lit and a peach this comes after kim was slammed for appearing to have darker skin in the interview magazine shoot haters took to social media to take down the reality tv icon boy i tell you some people will make the time so, someone brought this up on twitter uh bats my man bats brought this up on twitter he said you know i said we need a word for the opposite of your faves mm-hmm. he said it would be, we should call them my peeves you know like pet peeves gotta be that's a perfect name i like that yeah, the peeves because kim k is a lot of people peeves what Hey, it don't matter what she do what she do like and then this and this and like first of all they're both light-skinned like her daughter and her mm-hmm. right in this picture they look the same skin tone but to me it doesn't look like oh kim has just got blackface on and her daughter is like you know what i mean to match her daughter just like i don't know man people really have a thing about this whole people skin are tone thing with them about her like they got mad at her sister for using the wrong color emoji one time like and and y'all i swear to god i looked at the emoji it was like the one shade darker than the default yellow one i'm like ain't that they skin color like is that a thing now like you you use the second dark lightest emoji instead of the first lightest one it was crazy anyway 
um haters took the social media one of those who replied to the original tweet gushing about how special she thinks the photos are got right to the point this is the most ridiculous thing i've ever seen she tweeted this is a disgrace you are no jacket o i generally don't take issue with kim but equating her with jackie o so they were mad she was equated with jackie o that's before you even get the skin tone thing come on um kim pose jackie o turned over her damn grave right now jesus kim posed with her daughter who's four for the series of pictures that hark back to the candy white house in the 1960s but social media was quick to wonder why the star who is armenian british and dutch descent uh looked close to the skin color of her biracial child I cannot be the only one that's like that's because she's her mother and kim is not exactly the white like the whitest skin on like she's not the palest motherfucker on the earth no she's not but i think for a lot of people i know we talked about this before but you know a lot of people look at her as white you go well she's not white but you know for a lot of people that's why people got mad because if you didn't think that she was quote unquote white, why would you complain about her using the the, the second downy color? Unless you like, well, you white and you like, eh, but more than that, a lot of people just don't like them. Yeah, I mean, also it's a magazine shoot, so it's probably like lighting, editing. There's mm-hmm. a lot more to it than just yeah. her. And I'm pretty sure that somebody else applied all this stuff to her. Also, like legit, I'm 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 legit serious when i've seen pictures of cam and her daughter i have never thought to myself look how much darker that girl is than her mama me either has anyone i'm not i mean maybe i'm tripping mm-hmm. but i have never had a like a thought of damn man that, that's you know that that's a black ass baby for that white woman like they look kind of the same tone yeah like, they do. as of right now anyway mm-hmm. i don't know what that'll be later in life but i don't see it as i don't know i think people just don't she's their peeve Yes, she is. She's a lot of people's peeve. Um, why did they darken her skin to try to make her look black? At interview Max, since when the at Kim Kardashian had the same color of the skin as her daughter, as another Twitter user. Still, others were upset and insulted that the keep that the keeping up with a Kardashian star who found fame through a sex tape dubbed America's New First Lady by the magazine. The comments seemed incredibly harsh, but Kim did not respond. Yeah, when her interviewer, trans rights activist Janet Mock, asked her about raising a mixed black girl, Kim commented, I'm very conscious of it. Kanye always has his family around. People who look like my daughter, that's important to me. She's obsessed with her curly hair. She finds someone who has the same hair. She runs up to them and is like, you have curly hair like me, and we get to talk about it. She added, we also talk about it with my niece Penelope because she and north look really different but they're best friends and they're together all the time Aww. on monday kim took the instagram to talk about her new spread and you know the pictures and stuff like look at this picture here I, I don't this isn't even for the shoot you see what i'm saying like this is just the them i don't know maybe i'm tripping maybe i don't see it and, and maybe everybody's right but me but i don't see it right me either she's brown Right. Uh, but uh like i say i think a lot of people look at her and instead of going like brown down closer towards me they go brown up <laughs> they mm-hmm. go you're closer to whiteness yeah i mean I, i'm not saying she's a black woman but Mm-mm. just saying her and her child i don't know have a similar complexion to me i don't, yeah, I don't they're know. like they're like almost like a golden brown if that makes sense yeah like i at least not that i would notice in a mm-hmm. photo shoot like Right. oh my god look at you trying to be dark a, as your daughter it's a photo shoot it's all types of shit like you said 
it's lighting it's makeup it's color like who knows what's happening in the room to make the photos even come out like that right weird uh justin bieber swollen testicle sparks a lawsuit as hospital employee is fired for snooping on his file to see if he had a sexually transmitted disease a hospital village visit uh made by justin bieber in may has led to the firing one of the employees in the subsequent lawsuit a 23 year old sorry hit maker made an emergency visit visit to northwell health in long island new york after suffering a swollen testicle feared he twisted it during a soccer match Mm. it wasn't long before rumors began to spread that he had an std an employee named kelly lombardo allegedly uh looked at the pop star's medical file after hearing the gossip she was subsequently fired by the hospital after being called an immoral employee who violated justin's right to privacy lombardo is now suing for wrongful termination assistance she never snooped through his records i don't believe you my client was a moral employee who had respect for patient uh, patient privacy and never accessed his file my client clear uh swears she did not access the file from what i could tell she's telling the truth he had it lombardo who worked in the emergency room 2007 uh, was apparently told by several colleagues that justin was admitted to the hospital under an alias for a sexually transmitted disease rosenberg said she took no action but was dragged to a meeting with a hospital bosses who accused her of accessing the singer's online record she explained she was told generally you are a young female you're not curious about what he was doing in the er and they fired her she didn't admit it she didn't admit him never saw him there she was literally dragged into this lombardo was filing a claim with the new york division of human rights she alleged she was fired because she was they targeted her because of her gender uh it's wrong she's mostly distressed we're looking forward to vigorously prosecuting these claims as for justin the doctor examined him and discovered it's just a swollen testicle not a testicular torsion which occurs when the spermatic cord gets twisted and using these surgery yeah, justin painful justin had feared the twisted testicle after doing his own internet research uh the news counts just a day after a naked photo of justin okay. appeared we indeed that's what that did we have been we have been detailed you're gonna die from everything a common cold pink eye Mm-hmm. it would be like nigga you're gonna die mm-hmm. new the news comes just a day after naked photos of him appeared on his ex-girlfriend selena gomez's instagram account after it was hacked oh oh okay it was hacked mm-hmm. uh now it's time to pour the this this new wine this uh who's this again la berry de bill de, de, i don't know some belgian oh something some from belgium these water crackers whatever they say these is fine them fire water joints mm. yeah my first time having these and this uh jalapeno spread cheese it got like bits of jalapenos all in it dog oh it's a belgian l that's what it is belgian l so it got a little like it's like a beer i guess dark got a little froth to it poured it too hard um anyway uh the 25 year old singer's page was seized on monday and several full frontal naked photos of justin bieber were posted shortly after the pop star's account was swiftly shut down and her team has now regained control of it the song is most followed person on a photo site sharing 125 million followers the new photos of bieber were those taken by the paparazzi when the sorry hit maker was vacationing in bora bora 2015 the former couple weren't together at the time the offenders who posted the images included their own instagram handles in the caption which read look at this nigga little shrimpy before claiming <laughs> black <laughs> look at this little look at this nigga little shrimpy oh come on man y'all really did the beeves like that man black oh man that's so good 
uh anyway uh they also put they run the scene i feel like it's white it was a trick ah. kind of get you off the case mm-hmm. according to tmz the instagram user tagged in the post appear to be random trolls with only a handful of photos between them members of gomez's team took the twitter um well updates on the situation before the photos <laughs> little shrimpy little shrimpy getting it out there in the photos can justin previously opened up about feeling violated by photos taken to him while he was enjoying a tropical vacation stripping off in a private terrace like i feel like i can't step outside if i feel like i can't go outside naked he told access hollywood 2015 <laughs> white people problems come on listen my people afraid just to go outside he was like i can't go outside naked right i feel like i can't even just put, let them balls hang to the wall without nobody seeing no more Mm-mm. why can't i go out naked come on now but what did he have on nothing oh, wow. naked um <laughs> selena dated beaver from 2010 to 2015 she's now moved on uh to bella hadid's ex-boyfriend the weekend 27 who she has been dating since the start of the year just weeks after supermodel 20 split from him damn just be a guy out here caught slipping twice i clear twisted balls and naked photos mm-hmm uh big kid matt damon rides a roller coaster with his daughter gia on a disney day out with actor pal uh luke hemsworth and their families how many damn hemsworths is it i guess a lot of them niggas mm-hmm a bunch of brothers i don't know if they got any sisters um they might be famous hollywood actors but it's their roles as doting dads to separate them from the rest pals matt damon and luke hemsworth got together with their families to enjoy a day out at disney california an adventure in anaheim california last weekend to celebrate matt's daughter gia's ninth birthday oh oscar winning matt actor matt damon 46 Look like a big kid as he whizzed around the rise with his eldest daughter, grinning with glee as Gia screamed beside him on the park's adrenaline pumping California screaming roller coaster. The gang later risked getting drenched as they headed on to the Grizzly River run water for a soaking on the rapids. Matt and Luke, 36, both looked happy and relaxed as they enjoyed some quality time with their respective wives, Samantha Hemsworth and Luciana Barroso matt was comfortable in a black polo shirt khaki shorts and sneakers while luke wore a t-shirt with a giant eye print snakeskin print shorts and athletic shoes matt's wife Mm -hmm. matt's wife luciana 41 was stylish and comfortable in a black tank layered under white overalls paired with layered jewelry and white sneakers guess you gotta be comfortable you walk around and see mickey Mm mm-hmm uh during that trip the most magical to the most magical place on earth the families had their fair share of action before grabbing a bite to eat at ariel's grotto actor and producer matt later assumed stroller duty pushing their tired daughters gia nine and stella seven through the park the family pushing them in what right why are you pushing a big ass that was, i'm sorry that's a black thing because i'm like nigga you can walk nine and seven right use your legs walk oh nigga this is the whitest thing ever look at them in this stroller oh they're on top of each other what the hell is happening here oh damn let the babies walk let the bitch read 
that's terrible you better you got more energy than anybody in the building walk little babies is come on man this is not like i could see if there's two or three or something right these babies know they times tables they gotta walk come on now we can divide and multiply right once you know the square root right once you know the fucking that new common core math your ass gotta walk come on come on now it's a damn travesty right here that's the whitest thing i've ever seen in my life they don't even have double strollers or the twin strollers it's just two big ass babies on top of each other legs just dangling all on the side Mm -mm -mm. white people amazing i ain't did all anyway that nigga went to disney world it was a whole ass event oh damn event revenge doesn't suit you taylor swift sparks a backlash from fans she appears to when she appears to mock the moment kim kardashian was robbed at gunpoint in paris in a new music video oh shit what happened what was i um kim k put out a new video we talked about it she number one again you mean taylor taylor swift what i say kim, kim k mm-hmm. lord forgive me y'all the alcohol starting to get to me and the jokes was Mwah. yeah because it looked a little bit like formation but like a ripoff version oh and and the jokes was good the, i think the, my best one was uh uh hey ladies let's get into the regentrification mm-hmm. <laughs> no gentrification, regentrification gentrification she debuted the full version of a music video look what you made me do at the vmas on sunday night and taylor's latest offering has caused a huge stir and she appears to take a swipe at a string of celebrities including her ex beau tom hiddleston rival katie perry and kanye west and kim kardashian the singer 27 however was faced uh has faced a backlash from fans as one scene of the video appears to poke fun at the moment kim uh kim was robbed at gunpoint in paris last year the reality star had been left badly shaken after thieves broke into her apartment in the French capital and held her at gunpoint. They stole jewelry worth thousands, including an engagement ring thought to be worth three million, three and a half million pounds. Kim later broke down the ordeal on in the scenes that aired in her family's hit reality show and revealed that she had been tied up, gagged with duct tape, and put in a bath before being locked in the bathroom as they stole her possessions. Now, and that shit was serious, and that goes to like you say, your 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 peeve a lot of people just had no empathy or sympathy for her but it's like dog you know this could have been worse meanwhile taylor appears to be uh, alluding to the break-in as she is seen posing in a bathtub covered in jewels in her new music video fans have taken the scene as a swipe at kim whom she uh who she has fallen out with over kanye west's track famous and had cruelly referenced her um well really it's more of the uh jesus christ this video looks just like oh my god y'all i haven't seen it so i don't know look I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if i can play some of this this is uh some of the video they talked about on good morning america that part right there with the gay dudes in the all black clearly straight out of formation come on also it was like it's called oh that was, they just played a preview okay it's called look what you made me do but it's honestly like is there a real video to it or just that yeah up? it's a real video but it's honestly like the um thing where um you don't take any responsibility for the shit you did 
because she she tried to play the victim in some of this shit and she's been able to do this her whole career like a lot of a lot of her ballads of of songs about like men and shit have always been like men are fucked up and dirty and he did me wrong and Mm -hmm. and people have been like taylor look taylor dates men and then immediately shits on them in her album come on she dates these famous men then people be like oh that song must be about this famous man that she dumped but um the kanye what shit we all know the inside story we saw that it's her fault it's no one's fault but hers and then she still put out this i'm the real victim ass song and it's like nah we don't believe you need more people um but yeah so uh she decided to take shots at him and her shit was trending for the wrong reasons honey them jokes was especially with the formation honey niggas was roast that shit was trending and honestly uh, a lot of uh taylor's um taylor's a lot of people's peeve she she on that list dog right so you know i don't know people were defending yeah, it i have too. very few people on that list like my my list might be two three people at the most mm-hmm. yeah that that dude who did that mars movie fuck him forever mm-hmm. that's why i won't watch station born no more yeah so it's just her talking shit about all the people her exes and all that type of shit but i don't think it's gonna work necessarily but yeah you know, i mean i guess she did sell singles and get streamed and all that shit so maybe it is matters. working mm-hmm. yeah that's all that matters we'll see but you know it's like that <laughs> it's like the song i imagine cersei played after she blew up the sept or uh the song that you know white women yes. white women that voted for trump played when they left the booth like look what you made me do like you know and so. that's not me funny can i hear the song <sighs> i'm why, sorry why would you do this why would you do I this i haven't heard it <sighs> why would you do this? i already played white people cover music for everybody i'm sorry y'all i haven't have heard it damn white devil this is this is your fault all y'all right at say that again on twitter <laughs> for making y'all have to listen to this trash i'm gonna leave the room all i seen was snake emojis it's trash man it's it's not good oh so it's not like shake it off i mean no 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 i mean the the video is trash oh, okay it's, it's not good i'll play some of the song hopefully we don't get sued Check your head. You asked for this. Yes, yeah, the beat go hard, but I know. No, mm-mm. 
Now I'm gonna be jamming to that. I might go to the basketball court tomorrow and play that. That, that beat go hard. I ain't even gonna lie. I, you know, I'm I listened to it. I jammed out. I started playing and I woke up. I was buying uh, Lululemon. I was in a Gap. I was like, what's going on? Come on! I bought when some. I came back to some Brooks running shoes. I ain't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. I mean, it went to supercuts. I did it all. But it sold out a whole bunch of numbers, so that's good. A new a new New York City horror show. Oh, now you're gonna leave after you make play that bullshit. No. A new New York City horror show. Oh, you want some alcohol? right there. The the wine. The it's beer. It's ale. It's Belgian ale. Yeah. Which is my by the way, Belgian ale is my favorite of the types of beer. Um. Anyway, a new New York City horror show will literally kidnap you and stash you in a Brooklyn warehouse. What? White people shit this is too real just in time for the specter halloween season to magnify the horrors of our current reality brooklyn is getting a terrifying new immersive uh experience created by nightmare haunted house uh houses timothy haskell and studio 153 this is real brings you an abandoned red hook warehouse where you'll find yourself locked up watching a deranged psychopath kill your fellow contestants you'll have to pull out every trick you've learned from sydney prescott and devise a way to get out with your life and all while considering whether or not it's worth it to save other victims as as it goes down on red hook you'll have to escape the home without any subways nearby though there is a ferry fuck that this some white people shit niggas they've been a fuck them up they've been they've been like nope 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 this is real is not a how to house haskell insists but rather a mashup of immersive theater escape rooms and several scenarios only eight players can go in at a time for the 70 minute hard terror uh high terror showdown 70 minutes which is definitely which i definitely cannot handle the show runs nightly starting at august 25th with weeknight tickets of going for 95 dollars and weekends for 110 what you can get your tickets a free drink ticket and a t-shirt y'all ain't got nothing else with your goddamn time niggas is really scared about getting kidnapped y'all be like let's pretend like we're getting kidnapped right Mm -mm -mm. Mm, uh ben affleck reunites with his estranged wife jennifer garner and kids at church after taking new love lindsey shook us to brunch oh they really following this nigga ain't they they following the hell out of his ass come on didn't we cover a story about him earlier this week or yeah Mm-hmm. uh yeah he, they proven that despite their personal matters their children come first and on sunday jennifer gardner and ben affleck put on a united front as they took their kids to church in los angeles jennifer was chic in a hvn dress uh day dress while ben looked handsome in a casual ensemble ensemble oh god this, <laughs> this comes after Justice League actor was seen out at brunch with his new lady love, Lindsay, Lindsay shook us. Le- Jennifer's knee length <clears throat> navy frock was adorned with an animal and leaf print design. The mother of three was both chic and comfortable in a pair of low heel suede sandals. Jennifer accessorized with a large purse, minimal jewelry, and shades. The catch and release actress appeared to have soaking wet locks. She must have just got out the shower to come to church. Ben was clad in a red t-shirt, taper pants, and blue sneakers. The Batman vs. Superman star kept a firm yeah, grip. You know what you smell like, too? Goddamn. Probably. On uh, the 11-year-old Violet's hand as the youngest child, Samuel, five, followed behind. Not pictured was middle child, Serafina, eight. Uh, Serafina ain't had to go to church. Mm-mm. She an atheist. Uh, in June 2005, ah! Ben and Jennifer married in Turks and Caicos 10 years later. During that same month, the former couple announced plans to divorce and filed legal documents in April. 
it was revealed that ben had an affair with the duo's nanny and possibly snl producer sugars whom he currently is dating on saturday ben glowed as he l- took Lindsay to brunch in santa monica california earlier in the week he went to new york city to be with her so yep being out here fucking this side chick and then taking his kids to church mm-hmm. like a good father drinking mimosas then going to church mm-hmm uh let's see what else um amazon will cut prices uh at whole foods when it completes acquisition on monday i was hearing about that them prices you're gonna fuck around you ain't gonna have to pay a whole mortgage when you go grocery shopping a lot of folks gonna be happy and they cutting the avocados first y'all dog not uh, they cutting the brie cheese mm-hmm i know white people about to be walking up in whole foods like come on i'm about to make that block Jamming. Hey. Somebody gonna be like, I want extra guac. You can have all the guac. Mm-hmm. They gonna be making the fuck out of some guac with Come these on. avocados. They be like, is that avocado in this salad? Yes, bitch, because it was on sale. You know, Gwyneth Paltrow about would be like, I told you motherfuckers. Y'all try to pick on me when I say you can't be on welfare and eat good with some avocado. Y'all got mad. I got seven lines at 12 avocados, bitch. Look, if Whole Foods would have been bought by Amazon, I'd been eat full as a motherfucker, motherfuckers. Shit, child. Ah! They don't have avocado in their hair. They don't have avocado in their face. They about to come out with another more expensive version of avocado now that the regular one's cheap. Come on. Um, like, avocado gold. What the hell is that? I don't know. Have you ever had a cage-free avocado? Yes, free-range avocado. Mm-hmm. Avocado was raised eating delicious vegan jive. Come on, they were like, this avocado came out the ground. It didn't even have no tree. That's how special it was. Yep, they say shoppers can expect lower prices at Whole Foods. Stores starting the same day on best-selling grocery staples such as organic eggs, bananas, butter, salmon, ground beef, and our Vlad Saval's favorite, avocados. Good, that shit was too high. Later down the line, Amazon Prime will replace Whole Foods' current customer rewards program and offering Prime memberships addition, uh, members additional savings. Oh, I might have to start shopping. I've got the Prime. I've never been in the store before. We might, baby, we might go to the to the um to the one uh, up the street. Now, can we get can we get like Walmart.com to buy Trader Joe's? Get a competition going. Come on, who's gonna buy Target? Mm. Um, at any rate. They lowering them prices. I'm good. Them white folks, man. They're going to they gonna start going to like that specialty store uh, over there where we used to stay. Mm-hmm. They're going to start flocking there. I, I can't, I can't, no, I can't be paying these low prices. Mm-hmm. I was there for the high prices. Now that the Negroes can afford it, I don't want to shop here anymore. That's what's going to happen. Oh, wait, that should be a fucking with black people. What is this even doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, let me move this. All right back to the other articles white people doing stuff the most as we like to call it the most um exclusive human bones found in search for natalie holloway um are from a young woman of eastern european descent like missing girl preliminary test show all i'm saying is they still looking for we be looking for black people for like two to three retweets on twitter after that it's like oh all right we tried they are still looking for this woman she went disappearing in 2005 i told you they look for them forever it's 2017 
daily gives zero damn somebody got the hope the faith and the money that she alive and they gonna remind you a white woman is gone human remains found at a site in aruba were missing listen i i'm sorry to go on a tangent i watched the motherfucking um mind of a serial killer guys i watched mind of a serial killer it's a series on netflix it's it's okay anyway they had this one nigga from cleveland he was killing the fuck up out of some black women two women he tried to grab and pull into his house they was crackheads he tried to pull their ass in the house they got away they went and told the police this nigga tried to pull me in the house police didn't even go look he had dead bodies all up in his house and they found him, he had 11 dead bodies in his house plus like two or three women he was keeping captive my point is they didn't even look the one time for these missing women when they was black it's 2017 they still looking for this woman oh that i don't know what's happened to her but she gone and then you say that it was thinking so bad that the deli had to constantly clean the deli was like the deli thought it was they trash they dumpster it was this nigga's house it stank that bad and the police still was like nah don't think anything's wrong the deli was like we cleaned we cleaned multiple times we don't stink y'all this white one white girl we still writing front page articles about her ass it's been 12 years anyway human remains found at a site in Aruba where missing teenager Natalie Holloway may have been buried belonging to a young woman of Eastern European descent according to preliminary tests the breakthrough made during the early stage of DNA testing means the Holloway family which has Eastern European heritage may be one step closer to finding out the agonized truth behind the daughter's disappearance the initial findings is still to be confirmed by further testing Natalie, 18, from Mountain Brook, Alabama, vanished in Aruba, May 30th, 2005, while on a trip to celebrate her high school graduation. She was last seen by classmates leaving a nightclub with Joran Vandersloot and then 17-year-old British, a then 17-year-old British honor student, no, Dutch honor student. How did I even get British out of that? Living on the tropical island, no trace of her body has ever been found. Now, her father, Dave Holloway, believes the discovery of human remains, a result of the a tip-off investigation by his private investigator, T.J. Ward, could be the lead that they have been waiting for for the past 12 years. Yeah, they got tired of the uh, police, there, so they hired themselves a private investigator. His dad, her dad got a whole ass TV show, Karen. Oh! Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Ain't, ain't this one of them chicks that was on? What's that lawyer woman that be talking about all the missing white women? What is her name? Greta Van Susteren? No. Mm-mm. Nancy Grace? Nancy Grace, because she ain't got no grace. No, she don't. No grace for y'all criminals, okay? And for y'all not criminals. He's like, well, it's your son, Jerome. I know it's him. I know you killed him. And, like, the family be grieving and shit. She's like, it's you. You did it. The I, end. We'll be no, back after these commercials. No compassion. Like, she's crazy. Insane um <laughs> guilty You're like this isn't even a judge show right. guilty i find the defendant guilty oh man i'm not on trial i'm not defending i'm interviewing you to ask if anybody seen <laughs> my child you did it stop lying to the audience okay you killed your child in cold blood probably because it wouldn't do the dishes or something like that ah! dismissed end of case arrest him officers Ma'am, yeah. you don't have you don't have any of those powers. This is just a TV show. Right, you're not in court, ma'am. I'll put the system on trial. This motherfucker did it. You killed your baby. Uh, <laughs> she's a, she's so evil. Catch me on Dancing with the Stars coming up next. Yes. <laughs> 
nine o'clock on abc <laughs> full dna test results will, will determine whether the bone fragments alone to natalie or not they're expected to be returned within two weeks a source close to the case is disclosed discovery is part of the disappearance of natalie holloway a docuseries currently running on oxygen see they got resources that's the thing you can't be kidnapping and hurting these little red and white girls mm-hmm. killing them and shit y'all don't know who they connected to somebody in their family got some money come on they'd be like i'll make a like they would never give a tv show to somebody that got a missing black daughter ever not even bet would do that shit they'd be like we own by viacom fuck along with you you know nobody care yeah, there's a lot of black women is missing if, if honey if people cared about black people this world would be a pleasant america would be a wonderful place hey my daughter been missing for 12 years she dead next god what's going on with all these black people shows today next we looking for a woman that's been missing since 1979 bitch what right she would look like this now a grown-ass woman right. if she was alive uh anyway i hope that's they find closure for their i daughter. do too but yeah it's weird they made a tv show they got commercials now mm-hmm. yeah they can make money off of their pain but we're not supposed to accept your body or go to the gym mariah carey is accused of using photoshop again after stripping off her very for a very revealing magazine shoot and y'all not does. gonna talk about my bae like this nope Mm-mm. everybody okay. does what are we talking about i don't care if she photoshopped or not me either don't then don't look at it uh it's been 27 years since she was prepared to fame and her latest photo shoot revealed she has a fabulous body but ryan carey was quickly accused of doctoring her latest topless pictures for paper magazine with her with her with just her long tussle hair covering her modesty the 47 year old mother of two gave a glimpse to the buxom physique in the racy uh pictures she was dressed in the showgirl inspired outfit in a nod to a recent las vegas residency but it was pictures from her shows at caesar palace that led fans accused her of photoshopping uh uh to extremes and my my trying to find who said that was her decision because you know it's somebody's job to make her look as good as she is so they might have sliced and cut and all that shit and she said okay I'm saying, y'all know what it is when you get the fucking paper magazine. Right. Y'all know what it is. What are y'all doing? Oh, she thick in that picture? Listen, let me tell you something. Now, see, this is why it ain't, I don't run the magazine industry. Mm-mm. Cause I really would be like, you don't need to Photoshop that girl. Let that gut hang. You know what I'm saying? You know, pop what, two, three babies out of there? Girl, ain't nothing wrong with the little gut hanging. You know what I'm saying? Let these niggas be mad then. But that's the thing with women stars and women in the spotlight and women's bodies in general. If she would have not photoshopped, y'all would have been up on her ass anyway. Talking about she fat, why she on there, what's up with these stretch you marks. Win. You can't win. So that's why they do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I I, pref- I mean, me personally, I prefer the FUPA version. <laughs> uh, Mariah Carey anyway. So I ain't Come even Come on, disturbed. I'm looking at that photo like, it's a lot hanging in that back. Right like she got on tights and the what you call them uh she probably got on that uh girdle type thing they got like mm-hmm. i don't care let it hang Mm-mm. she out here just like sharing madonna and the rest of them bitches britney spears i don't care like they mad she fat like she famous and singing and rich man you know first of all if you rich it's gotta be so hard not to be fat i don't even know how these people don't be fat they so rich you know what i mean like they shot a whole look like steven seagal like oh nigga i'm a billionaire now <laughs> the fuck like you think i'm tra- what i'm worried about looking great with i got i'm a billionaire i spent two million dollars to fuck models now i'm good i'm this is my life from here on 
I'll be like John Goodman, just showing up to things like, look, this is what y'all got. Make it work. You know what I'm saying? Do something with this. I don't know. I'm rich. I'm the rich one. Uh, the star was clearly pleased with the image, sharing a picture on Instagram, picking up, pick up your copy today, find all the festivity that happens to Vegas, but doesn't stay in Vegas. But rather than praising her for the picture, many fans slammed her and accused her of toying with her body shape. One person wrote, airbrush much? While another added, ha ha ha, stop editing your photos, it's ridiculous, except your body go to the gym. Another simply said, that's not your body. Mariah Clifford, <laughs> meanwhile on Instagram, yippee-ki-yo, yippee Mariah completed uh, her number one in- to infinity residency at Coliseum at Caesars Palace, Las Vegas last month, and star- the star appeared to look more fuller figure in the images before the performances. Like I said, who gives a fuck? They all, people act like Photoshop don't exist, and they act like people go on these things and they're not constantly Photoshopped. Yeah, they be having her stuffed in them dresses too. Like, I know they be having the girdles and the, the spanks to the infinite, but it's like, how the fuck I'm rich and I done made it to this level and I still got to worry about what y'all niggas think I look like. You know I'm rich, nigga. I will fuck your man. I will take your man literally with you. cash. I will indecent proposal. All oh, y'all bitches, man. The fuck are y'all mad about? Like, just let me be me. Mm-hmm. I'm over here fucking backup dancers and shit. Come on. Living the best of my life, taking pictures of my kids on yeah, Instagram. I'll be like, y'all kiss my ass. Posing in these girdles and shit for y'all. Like, y'all don't have no respect. You just sitting on your couch eating fucking chips, mad at me. Like, I didn't do shit to you. You, you bought an album for the music. What you mad about? How dare you put on some weight and not be, not take a picture showing it? Fuck you. Yeah, like you shove food in your mouth. Right. Why you gonna talk shit about me for being fat if I do? Fuck you. Anyway. Y'all didn't get off my girl, Mariah. She didn't do nothing to y'all. He can't commit. Gerard Butler splits with his own again, off again, girlfriend Morgan Brown again after a make or break holiday in Mexico. Didn't we talk about that one time before and that girl learned to be his daughter? Yes. my uh, Well, no. She wasn't. No, that's not what it was. He, uh, because he's 47, she's 40. Oh, Okay. What it was is this nigga was um, hanging around outside of a um, restaurant and the paparazzi just clicked, you know, just watched him all day. And he was flirting with these young women. Like, every woman walked by, he was like, hey, 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 girl, hey. He was street harassing. You ever seen Olympus is falling? Cause yeah, you know what I'm saying? That was me, girl. You know what I mean? I like to, uh, I like to help something fall up in you. You know what I'm saying? Huh? Uh, I'm Gerard Butler. I can help some things fall, girl. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you something. Um, you ever seen 300? Would you like to be 301? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Gerard Butler. <laughs> nice to meet you, baby. Nice to meet you. Uh, yeah, they've been dating for three years. He's 47, she 40. But apparently he had to call into the relationship because he was like, I'm good. Following their recent holiday, they went away to Mexico to see if it would work out, but they both saw it would be best if they just moved on. They added, he told his friends he just couldn't commit. Gary loves Morgan, but it wasn't working. I mean, he couldn't stop fucking these other women. Come on. The insider also cast fresh doubts on Gerald's alleged inability to commit as they revealed friends' concerns that he wouldn't settle down anytime soon uh gerard and morgan have been dating on again off again since 2014 
they were said to be broken up for good in 2016 before they were seen getting cozy on the beach in Tulum, Mexico in July. During their most recent split, Morgan, an interior designer and former model, was spotted out on a coffee date with actor Live Schreiber, Schreiber in May. However, <laughs> that's so funny because Live Schreiber and Gerard Butler have to be the same niggas that show up to the same cast of calls. They play the same type of nigga and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, Live Schreiber is the kind of person like, damn, Gerard got that part. Oh, it was either him or me. However, she sparked reconciliation rumors when she was spotted jetting into Baltimore, Maryland with Gerard on June 15th, a little over a month after her coffee date would leave. Mm. Previously, the couple split was blamed on attention from other women. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's their fault. <laughs> if these women just stop paying attention to him, girl, I could, I could settle them down uh it's not his i mean that's his fault right if they pay attention he don't gotta pay it back mm-hmm. a source told the publication girls throw themselves at him it's hard for him to constantly say no get away from me i have a girlfriend it's so difficult gerard and morgan stayed started dating in may 2014 following his split with romanian model madalena guinea 27 the previous year jesus now that was young enough to be his daughter Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. uh all right well this has been long enough it's some oh my god it's almost 11 guys where's the time go right time flies when you're having wine mm-hmm. uh anyway there's a good ass crackers and cheese mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh let's see if we can do some sore ratchetness and get out of here get out of here get out of here um okay uh what's my sore ratchetness sound effect let me go find that shit There we go. This Belgian ale is good, y'all. Ain't it, dumb? A man with a sword was arrested outside of Buckingham Palace. Why? I don't know. Uh, anyway, it don't even have the details. When you said nigga got arrested. He shouted Alu Akbar, though, so I know they was mad. Come on. That rhythm. A man was arrested outside Buckingham Palace armed with a four-foot sword he reportedly shouted alu akbar as police struggled to door three unarmed officers were uninjured two receiving cuts on their hands well wait they were injured two receiving cuts on their hands while detaining the man just after 8 30 p.m on friday police are treating the incident as suspected terrorism Scott yard said the man drove a police van just outside buckingham palace in the blue toyota prius and stopped in front of it officers subdued the suspect 26 year old from lutton bedfordshire with cs spray uh i can imagine that that's horse spray <laughs> uh metropolitan police statement said just after 8 30 p.m on friday a car deliberately pr- drove a police van and stopped in front of it in a restricted area on constitution hill near buckleham palace of course the officers who were unarmed police constables and from westminster borough got out of the van and approached the car a blue toyota prius 
as they challenged the driver who was the only occupant in the car he reached for what we know to be a four-foot sword which was in the front passenger footwell the officers acted very quickly to detain him during the struggle the three officers sustained minor injuries the man who repeatedly shot at alu Akbar was incapacitated with cs spray the investigation is being led by scotland yards counterterrorism command the guardian understands the officers are examining cctv footage to see if the prius was scouting the area before the incident detectives will also examine whether the vehicle was driven at the police van in order to lure officers towards it the suspect was arrested at the scene on suspicion of causing grievous bodily harm and assaulting a police officer hours later he was further arrested after the (laughs) further arrested after the terrorism i don't understand rearrest this nigga again nigga you getting double arrested today bitch you fuck with the wrong ones baby scotland y'all we don't play that shit Double up, put two more handcuffs on this nigga. Right. <laughs> what do I got three, three pairs of handcuffs? Because we had to double arrest your ass. God damn. Double the charges. Kareem called. He just said he got double arrested. God damn, double arrested. We ain't never seen that nigga again. How are we supposed to do double bail? Right? He need two lawyers. <laughs> do you get two phone calls? Do you get two phone calls? I, I want my second phone call, bitch. You can't just double arrest me without two phone calls the fuck you think this is nigga we double arresting people now you can't put me on i put the system on trial you can't put me on trial for the same thing twice uh i put this on trial twice yeah he got double arrested ah! he got arrested again for for some terrorism uh i've lost my place in this article what did i uh yeah. oh yeah okay hours later he's further arrested under the terrorism act and he remains in custody at central london police station witness kiana williamson a nigga <laughs> said, the, <laughs> said the incident lasts around a minute the police are trying to get the man out the car shot more police were arriving on the scene and the man was fighting back i saw one injured police uh policeman with an injury to his arm although it didn't look severe he was being tended to by another officer the man had been restrained and looked almost unconscious by the side of the road that's pretty good witness account yeah i was expecting when it said keanu Wilson to be like the police is trying to get the man out the car seat and <laughs> shouting and shit and like, i was like get off him get off him and more police was arriving on the scene and then the man he was like fighting back like uh what you trying to do motherfucker i saw one get injured he hit the policeman in the arm or something or in the face i don't know it although it didn't look severe it was just like he was being tended to by another officer or something the man he was restrained and it looked almost unconscious outside the road he was knocked the fuck out and i was like we can't go to bella Noche. then where we supposed to go where we supposed to go come on like we never be mad that's fucked up if that's universal like every country got they just be like interview the nigga just we in china right now something just happened oh my name is daquan jackson and i synced it well excuse me all credible witnesses we need to go with the guy with the most charisma right uh the domestic Sur- security service m15 mi5 mi5 is part of the investigation this uh which is being led by scotland yards so 15 counterterrorism unit on saturday police are carrying out searches of the looting area the met said the incident is being treated as terrorism but will remain open-minded while the investigation continues commander dean hayden the head of so15 said we believe the man was acting alone and we are not looking for other suspects at this stage while we cannot speculate on the what the man was intending to do with a sword uh this will be determined during the course of the investigation it's only right we investigate this is a terrorist incident at the time so 
anyway fucking swords and terrorism that combining this shit come on it's just getting worse uh all right guys we'll be back tomorrow with the crew from jenkins and jones that's gonna be so much fun recapping game of thrones season finale season motherfucking finale y'all so be here or be square tomorrow afternoon uh night i mean and we'll talk to y'all then okay until then i love you i love you too